and welcome back to Distracted, everybody. How'd you know that was going to be my intro? Because I'm a genius. I was also, literally about I to wait. To do is it Andrew hosting? Else could. <laughs> he was very much ready for that. I I have been hey, so ready. <laughs> wait. Welcome back, Andrew. Do you like this movie? Just a little. He says with Shocking his Robin Hood mug, crazy. his Robin Hood T-shirt. And the Robin Hood and Prince John Lego minifigures that he got. Shout out to Mermanda for sending me these Lego minifigures. Thank you, Mermanda. So, hey, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to Distracted Quartet of Chaos. Um, if you can't tell what we're doing on this episode by the title or by the intro or by Andrew. Andrew's conversation topic, um, we are going to be talking about Robin Hood today. We're very excited. You can hear so, it in Andrew's um, disappointment that he's not been looking forward to this whatsoever. Oh, God, I know. I know. He's so upset. Uh, I, I, I am upset. going to say I'm going to try not to prolong this episode with all of my r raving about how much I love Robin Hood because our episodes get long enough as it is. I'm going to try to oh, keep, yeah. it, we will keep it do contained. We will so. <laughs> right, I am well, trying. If you are a... If you're a returning listener, welcome back, and thanks for tuning in again. We appreciate your support. And if Woo. this is your first time here, we are the Distracted Quartet of Chaos podcast. So the four of us that make up the quartet are siblings. We all four grew up in the Disney Renaissance era, so we have a large love for Disney. And at this podcast station that you just tuned into, we're covering every Walt Disney Animation Studios feature-length animated film in order of their release date. So we started all the way back in 1937 with Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, and we've worked our way all the way up to 1973, turning we that number 70s, from Snow White backwards. We were in the 70s last week, Adam. The we were in the 70s, in the 70s last week, baby! <laughs> <laughs> So we just took that years. that year from Snow White, 37, and flipped it around to 73, and that's where oh, we're at. Oh, that's fun. And so this week, we are covering Disney's Robin Hood. We are whoop, whoop. making our way through the bronze or dark age of Disney films at the moment. Um, and we are happy to be doing so. We love Disney, and we are pumped. Andrew's very pumped, if you can't tell already. That makes it the, the, the first favorite that we actually have on this podcast. Yep. Of the four of us, this is the first movie that we're covering that is a favorite of ours. Of the four yeah, of us, well, I, I, that, that is a good, uh, good uh, yeah. clarification. clarification. We, have done, yep. we have done Mom and Dad's, which their favorites were the ones they were on. Uh, anyways, we're, we're going we're gonna to jump on in and begin this podcast episode. <clears throat> Uh, but first, in order to do that, I have to introduce us as the Quartet of Chaos. So, without further ado, <coughs> let's let's start out with Adam. Okay, Adam I've been very curious. Is, I've been very curious. Adam is the second oldest of the four of us siblings, and you were the hardest for me to typecast, which okay. is why I'm starting with you, Adam. I had, like, four different characters I wanted you to be. I, I had like, at Adam least two, be, I was thinking. I was like, he could be Little John. Mm -hmm. He could be the Sheriff of Nottingham. You could even be Lady Cluck. <laughs> there are so many characters that I almost made you, but ultimately, I went with Little John. I think Little Adam John. Was Little John. I was right. The way that he's goofy, but knows when to be serious and when to lead Robin Hood on the right path, that just seems like Adam to me. Adam's Very... goofy, but knows when we need to focus in. 
Uh, so. I was talking to Emma. I, w- I was pinning myself. I'm like, I'm either going to be Friar Tuck or Little John. Little John specifically because when it comes to duos, me and Andrew, I am the one that's just, okay, but maybe we should not do that thing. <laughs> but then once we're in, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. So, Abby, this week you are our lady club. Yes! Yes, yes, I was hoping, I was praying, (laughs) I was like, I will be Lady Cluck, thank you. It's a shame she's not happy with with her casting. I know. I'll be honest, I fully expected you to make me Prince John. (laughs) Nah, nah, I felt like you fit in as Lady Cluck pretty well. Um, Next... We're going to go to me. I'm your hopefully humble mm-hmm. host, Aaron. I'm the third oldest of the four of us siblings. I wait, try wait, wait, to... wait, 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 wait. Are you Prince John? I'm not. I'm actually okay. going to be doing a callback to our Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad episode where I gave Adam two different characters based on what age of Adam you're looking at Ah, okay. for myself because I couldn't make a decision as to which of these two characters I was. So, childhood Aaron is without a doubt Toby, Toby the Turtle. Toby! Wanting yes. to be involved, but being terrified of everything. Yay, Dad! That is childhood Aaron. However, as I have become an adult, Aaron has become Sir Hiss. <laughs> Please explain. I don't really have a good explanation. It's just a lot of the stuff Sir Hiss said, I was like, man, that's me. He's very matter-of-fact kind of and kind of snarky about it, but also is like, very knows, much trying knows to... what's best, but is also wanting not to, like, be killed. He for... doesn't want to rock the boat <laughs> too much. Yeah, okay. Exactly. I can and definitely see And then, finally, it. the guy who only tolerates this movie, Andrew, is the oldest of the four right. of us. And, Andrew, I gave you Prince John. The, really? the amount of disrespect that you just put on this man. <laughs> I just feel like after, you're no, no, very... No. After, after giving mom and dad, like, the best character in those movies for their favorite movie, you're gonna give me... I gave dad Colonel Haughty. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yes, I did. did. Really? Oh, I could have sworn you gave yeah, him Baloo. you were Baloo. Oh, I was Baloo, that's right. Either way. Prince John has a flair for the dramatic, and you also have a flair for the dramatic. I personally. And Andrew, when thing when when you're losing at something, you tend to say the phrase, this is stupid, which is a little pouty. And Prince John no, is basically not. the pouty princess for the whole movie. So Aaron, you just crushed you his go. dreams. I John. hope you know that. You just you have broken this man. Yeah, I know. Andrew, it's okay. If it makes you, you feel any better, when we get to Winnie the Pooh, I'm not going to give myself Winnie the oh, Pooh. Oh, hush, hush. So. <laughs> Andrew, you are Robin Hood well, We all me. know that you're Rabbit. I kind of agree with Abby. Andrew, you are I Robin Hood because... I was thinking he would be Robin Hood based on he is the most impulsive... Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> impulsive person. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I would have even oh, taken the sigh. sheriff of Nottingham because he's hilarious. <laughs> okay, I suppose I will recede yes. my yes. This by popular demand. Andrew Main character Ooh. syndrome. <laughs> Whatever. I thought you would like Prince John, but it's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> um, 
I don't watch well. this movie for Prince John. I watch it for Robin Hood. I mean, I'm, well, I'm not gonna should, lie. I kind of I I'd watch it for Prince John. Prince John <laughs> is a no, 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 I'm sure. All, all, all joking aside, Prince John it, it definitely helps make this movie what it is. Like, I do not actually have a problem with any characters in this movie. Um, so anyone you had casted me as is fine. I was just really hoping for Robin Hood, and then you said Prince John. <laughs> I figured but you would okay. be. I figured you would be, but when I was watching the movie, I was like, man, every time Prince John says anything, it's just like giving me Andrew vibes. But you can be Robin Hood, <laughs> just because you've been waiting so long for this. Just cast me as both, like you did in Peter so. Pan. <laughs> you, you, you can be Prince John and Robin Hood. You are the fine. main hero yeah. and the villain. How does that work? <laughs> Because he is so high energy that he just projects main character vibes. <laughs> so, I guess we can go ahead and start this podcast. Now that we've introduced ourselves, we will jump Ooh. in to our first segment, which is fun facts and What about first impressions? <laughs> okay, now we're in our second segment of Abby Never Pays Attention. Yeah. First impressions that comes come after, after fun facts. Wait, and really? Stats. I thought they. Yeah. It's fun facts and snazzy stats. I thought Nostalgia, last time you did fun facts and snazzy stats, but then you're like, oh, wait, no, we're supposed to do first impressions. For... Wait! Uh, no! You're. You've hosted before, Abby. <laughs> you have been the host. This entire time. Go on the Google Doc file, and it states the order of things. This entire Abby. time, I Hold thought. On. I gotta. I gotta. Like, go look at the. Go look no, at the hosting I guide need, that I, I, I typed out to... for you. No, no. I, I, I'm looking at the hosting guide right now. <laughs> I just. I could have sworn for this entire time. If this doesn't friends. perfectly encapsulate. The meaning behind no, distracted no, quartet of chaos. Real, though, nothing done. Don't messing with me. We. If you're still listening no. to this podcast, oh I applaud you for wading Abby. through that conversation. Um, I mean, it's fine, Abby. We've only been doing this podcast for. Shut almost up, a year. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it has almost been a year. Wow. Mm-hmm. The end of August will be a full year. Isn't that wild? Yeah, okay. In Abby's, in Abby's, in uh, Abby's uh, uh, defense. Defense. I don't think on the guide it says the order. <laughs> okay, well, you got lucky, punk. <laughs> Y'all, this, Whatever. Anyways, this is just fun sad. facts and snazzy stats are awaiting, so we shall begin. So, Robin Hood fun fact. is the... Do you? Yes. You want me to say it now or wait till we get through the stats part? Let me get through the stats, okay. and then when we get to the fun facts, I'll let you start. Okay. Um, <laughs> hopefully... Hopefully it's not... Is it a fun fact about one of the voice actors? No. Okay, good. Then we can wait till after... Till, till we get to fun facts. So, cool. Robin Hood is uh, the 21st movie. So, our podcast is now old enough to have a legal drink of alcohol in the United States. Um... Sorry, that was a really stupid joke. <laughs> just like, uh, just like they can finally legally drive. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, Robin Hood was released on November 8, 1973. It is 83 minutes long, and it is based on the legend of Robin Hood, the folk legend. Mm-hmm. Um, the budget for Robin Hood was $5 million dollars. 
and the box office and its initial theatrical release for however long of a period of time that first release was was 27.5 million so wow. it really racked in some money and it's theatrical release it was released if you are fans of the yeah. disorder podcast as i am i listen to them that's kind of what inspired this podcast uh, one of the guys on that podcast was able to go to the very first uh showing of robin hood when he was a little kid they showed it at um the main theater in new york and they had like the Rockettes perform and all this big show and then they oh, played wow. the movie on the big screen there in the theater and he got to experience that as a kid um, and I don't remember what the name of the theater is but it was first released there in New York and then it was released everywhere else theatrically um, but in that first theatrical run they made 27.5 million and then Robin Hood was only ever released in theaters one other time um, and so between those two releases it's lifetime gross from theatrical releases is 33 million so that's a lot lower than wow. a lot of the other movies that we've talked mm -hmm. about but it's because it's only had two releases still yeah. that that initial box office release made that's good. five times what their budget was that mm -hmm. is an incredible success yeah, i had no idea say it that, that, that well <laughs> i didn't either i did, i would have assumed um that it didn't do well in theaters because it's kind of faded into Anonymity. It's more of a cult Disney classic than anything else. Absolutely, like forgotten about this movie, and, and kind of just ignores this movie. Yeah, that's kind of what defines Unless this you whole know era me, that we've just gotten I into. I talk about it all the time. <laughs> mm -hmm. the, this whole era that we've just gotten into, from Aristocats to Oliver and Company, is considered the dark age because most of these movies Disney never really talks about. They don't. They don't really reference. They don't use in merchandise or marketing very often if ever for some of these movies but most every movie has a pretty large like cult following because there are so many people that grew up with nostalgia for these movies like Andrew with Robin Hood and have a good fo fan following but the company just like doesn't acknowledge it um, so we're going to get to some movies that were probably surprisingly good in the box office that were only released once or twice and then some that have no money in the box office because Disney didn't want to acknowledge it at all. So that's just a little <clears throat> peek into the future. Um, so our director and producer is Wolfgang Reitherman. He has been a director and a, he produced The Aristocats after Walt died. And he's been a director for quite a while now on many movies. He was one of the nine old men. And I did not know that he had directed this many movies. Yeah, no. I didn't. His name didn't really register for me till I hosted mm -hmm. uh, Sword in the Stone, and now I'm seeing him everywhere. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. He did a lot. He did a lot. Um, music was once again done by George Bruns. He is a Disney legend. We've talked about him a lot. He did music throughout a lot of the Silver Age of movies, um, and I believe will continue to do so for a little bit further. Um, but that is neither here nor there. Uh, the songs, lyrics for Whistle Stop, which I don't know if there's actually words to Whistle Stop, but it says Whistle Stop, Oodalolly, and Not in Nottingham were all written and sung by Roger, Roger Miller, who was mm -hmm. the, the voice of Alan Adele, and we'll talk about him in just a few minutes. But he wrote the songs that he sang as Alan Adele, which I thought was pretty cool, and I did not know that. Um, love was written by Floyd Huddleston, who was one of the guys that wrote 
he's written a couple of songs throughout the past few movies. I think he wrote a song on Bear, on Jungle Book, and I think he wrote a song in the Aristocats. Maybe just the Aristocats. Either way. Love was written by Floyd Huddleston and George Bruns and sung by Nancy Adams, and I didn't really see anything on her. She wasn't any of the characters in the movie. Um, I don't really know much about her, and I forgot to research her. What is? It's fine. <laughs> uh, and then finally, The Phony King of England was written by Johnny Mercer, and I also forgot to look him up. But it was sung by Phil normal. Harris. It was sung by Phil Harris. Um, so now I guess we can jump into our voice actors, which is always so fun. So first and foremost, we have Robin Hood. He is voiced by Brian Bedford, who was known for a very, very large filmography, both acting and directing, for Shakespeare films. Oh, cool. Uh, he was a Shakespearean actor primarily. Uh, he has been nominated for seven Tonys in his lifetime, uh, but most people do know him as the voice of Robin Hood. Mm -hmm. uh, next is Maid Marian, who we've talked about before. She was voiced by Monica Evans, who was um, Abigail Gabble in The Aristocats. And I did some more research on her and the lady that voices Lady Cluck. The two of them played sisters in the show The Odd Couple. And they were that was what they were most well known for. And that's why they were usually hired together for jobs. That's why they were Abigail and Amelia and um, Maid Marian and Lady Cluck. Was, oh, okay. They were so well known for playing oh, sisters in The Odd fun. Couple that that just stuck through. So... Glad I've actually got my crap together and looked up that. So there's Maid Marian. <laughs> Little John was voiced by Phil Harris. We've talked about him a couple of times already. He was Baloo in The Jungle Book and Thomas O'Malley in The Aristocats. Nuff said there. Um, <laughs> Alan Adele, as I just mentioned, was voiced by Roger Miller, who was a country singer at the time who was very famous. He uh, was very honky-tonk influenced in the way that he wrote. And he has been awarded 11 Grammys. So he was a wow. well-versed country singer of the time. Mm -hmm. um, Friar Tuck is up next. He was voiced by Andy Devine. He was in 10 films as Roy Rogers' sidekick. We talked about Roy Rogers in Melody Time. Right. He was a like one of the biggest country western stars of, of like the whole century. And who did he voice in this? I'm sorry, um, I zoned out for a second. Friar Tuck. Friar Tuck, okay, right, yeah. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. uh, next is Prince John and King Richard were both voiced really? by Peter Ustinoff. Yes. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I could, easily, I could easily tell that was the same voice. I. They were voiced by Peter no Ustinoff. And Peter Ustinoff, the only other thing he did <clears> with <throat> Disney was he was in a Disney live-action classic movie called Blackbeard's Ghost as Blackbeard the Ghost. Mm, cool. Um Andrew, you would probably like that movie. It's about a pirate. Movie. It sounds like cool. it. <laughs> I'll have to check that out um, sometime. And then he was he was a well-known English actor. He did a, a ton of work for okay. film and media in England. Um, but that was all that he did with Disney, was Robin Hood and Blackbeard's Ghost. Um, now it is time for our hashtag sad news bear stories, because we're going to talk about Sir Hiss. Oh. Sir Hiss was voiced by a man named Terry Thomas who didn't do a whole ton of acting, but he 
didn't do a whole ton of acting because he died of Parkinson's disease. Oh. If you don't know what Parkinson's disease is, it is a disease that will just slowly deteriorate the entirety of your body and all your systems and everything. Mm -hmm. So his career was cut short because he very quickly ended up unable to do anything else because of that. Um, and I think that he died before Robin Hood was officially released. I think Aww. I remember reading that. That he was able to finish all of his lines and stuff, but his mm -hmm. career was cut short because of that. Um, so, next we have Lady Cluck, who was voiced by Carol Shelley, who was the other sister of the two that I mentioned just a second ago in The mm -hmm. Odd Couple. She was Amelia Gabble and Lady Cluck, so she was known for doing birds. <laughs> um... And then we'll jump forward to the Sheriff of Nottingham, who was voiced by Pat Buttram. We talked about him last time. He was Napoleon Love in the Aristocats. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, and following him, yet another one we talked about last week is George Lindsay voiced Trigger, one of the two vultures. He was Lafayette, the other dog in the Aristocats. Yep. yep. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, Nutsy, the other vulture, was voiced by Ken Curtis who was best known as Festus Hagen on Gunsmoke. Um, I've heard of Gunsmoke, but never watched Same. any of it. So. Uh, just moving right along. Next we have the kids. We've got Skippy Rabbit, who is voiced by Billy Whitaker. Uh, and this was basically the only thing he did. Ah. Huh. Like, that was about it. His little sister, Dory Whitaker was the voice of Tagalong, which was the little rabbit with the stuffed rabbit. That's cute. Wait for me. <laughs> Who I cute. almost made Abby, but then okay. I decided on Lady Cluck. You made a good choice. Um, yeah. And Tagalong's voice actress, Dory Whitaker, was also credited as the voice of Rue alongside Clint Howard. So I don't... I don't really know what that's about. I'm going to do some more research when we get to that movie. But anyways, um, next is Sis, the other rabbit with the bow. Mm -hmm. was voiced by Dana Lorita, who she was their original choice to voice Penny in The Rescuers, but ended up not going with her. I'm not sure why, uh, but this was also basically the only thing she did. Okay. And then... Toby the Turtle was voiced by Richie Sanders, and this was also, like, the only thing he did. So all so the, the kids... Kid, the kids pretty much did this and then stopped. Yeah, basically. Uh, next is his... I read his name was the Sexton Mouse, the Church Mouse. Yes, yep. Um, he was voiced by John Fielder, who, who is, is Piglet, the right? deacon... Was yes, Piglet, I yes. I thought he sounded familiar. He, he was Piglet until the mid-2000s. He died in 2004 or five. Oh, yeah. He was for a long time. Yeah. Long time Piglet. He actually reprised his role as Piglet in the first Kingdom Hearts game. Oh, cool. I did... Okay, so I was doing... Tangent that I'll get into when we get to the movie, but I was doing research on the voice actor of Piglet. And so I actually did... I had seen that. And when you said the name, I'm like, that sounds familiar. Why is that familiar? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was also in The Rescuers as a Deacon Owl. He's in The Fox and the Hound as a porcupine. a porcupine. And then he's in Emperor's New Groove as Rudy, the yes, old man. That's the guy right. that gets yeah. That throws off the Emperor's He threw off the Emperor's Groove. I threw off his groove. 
I can't wait to read that movie. That's a good one. And then the mouse wife and Mrs. Bunny, both of those characters were voiced by Barbara mm-hmm. Lundy, who we've talked about. She was Lady in Lady and the Tramp. She's Meriwether. I knew it. I, I could hear Meriwether. I was right. I knew it. And she's one or two other things. And then she's also Kanga in Winnie the Pooh when we get to that. Oh. So Barbara mm-hmm. Lundy has, has been in several films yeah, up to we, this point. We, yeah. We mentioned that on one of the movies she was in. We, we had figured out that she was in this one. Right. Um, and then another character that we have talked about in a previous movie is Captain of the Guard, the crocodile captain, is Kenny yes. Candido. He was the He was chief. the Native American chief. I called Which him is funny. Peter Pan. Which is funny because we were watching it, and I remembered that from the Peter Pan episode because I had yeah. it, it took me forever to real. I, I never clicked. And Angela, and he was there watching Robin Hood. Angela, Angela, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Angela goes, he sounds like the chief from Peter Pan. And I was like, that's because he is. She was like. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I'm smart. <laughs> yeah, he was in Sleeping Beauty as Maleficent's goons. That's and right. In a couple other things, and then after a little while, we'll hear him again in The Great Mouse Detective as Fidget the Bat, which oh, he yeah. said was his favorite role. So, oh, fun. Uh, so we're not done talking about Candy Candido, and then last but not least is Otto, the dog with a cast and a crutch. Otto, yeah, the blacksmith. And he was voiced by J. Pat O'Malley, who we've talked about several, several times. He was uh, Jasper and the Colonel oh. in 101 Dalmatians. He oh, was Colonel yeah. Hottie in Jungle Book. He was Tweedledee and Tweedledum. He was Cyril Proudbottom. He did a ton of stuff. And this was his last role with Disney. But he didn't die until 1985. So he was still okay. alive for another 10-12 so years. This was just his Disney. last role with okay. Disney. So not a sad facts too much. I mean, it's sad facts that we won't hear his voice anymore, but, but uh, yeah. not sad facts he, because he had died yet. Yeah, He stuck around with us longer yeah. than Teehee did. <laughs> I know. He ditched us. Pour one out for Teehee. Pour one out for Teehee. Too soon. Abby can pour out her nighttime drink. Oh, wait. You haven't made that yet. You're too. <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound bad. So that's it. <laughs> It's just tea. It's just oh sleepy gosh. time tea. Let me clarify no, no, for our no. listeners. We're going to leave it at night drink. And everybody else, you interpret that there as you will. Some here. people will think it's a glass of, like, wine. <laughs> Other people. Uh, that's fun. Abby has a really good time recording this podcast. That's oh, yeah. Oh <laughs> There's a reason and most of her lines don't make it. We edit most of what she sends out. She's crazy. I, There's a reason I, Abby's I, not paying attention. I hate y'all. <laughs> I hope you do. That's the joke I was going for and couldn't get I there. I quit. I'm done. Oh, man. No. <laughs> listeners, we're just kidding. Abby, Abby, doesn't, Abby doesn't do that. She's just drinking some tea whenever she brews it. Uh, but that's it for our snazzy stats portion. So, Andrew, go ahead and hit us with that fun fact. Okay. Robin Hood is the first Disney movie to not feature a human character. Feature or have any human characters? Oh. Mine. Have any. That's what it means. To feature any human character means. Robin Hood is the first Disney movie to not have a human character. They're all animals. That's wild. Mm-hmm. And actually, yeah. my first fun fact might right. explain that. So the idea that all started Robin Hood um, began being created right after Snow White was finished 
Walt stumbled upon an old folk tale about Reynard the Fox. And I forgot, I meant to look up the, the folk tale, but I just forgot to, which it was about a fox that similar to Robin Hood, like would walk, it was anthropomorphic essentially. Right. Um, and then after the Aristocats, Ken Anderson, who is a uh, storyboard writer for a lot of the movies we've talked about so far, decided that they needed to go back to a more classic fairy tale in order to bring in more money and get better reception critically. Um, and so they decided on Robin Hood because everybody knows the tale of Robin Hood and his merry men. That's a very famous folk tale. And oh, yeah. Somehow the idea and the the style of Reynard the Fox and Robin Hood ended up getting pushed together where Robin Hood became the anthropomorphic fox that Reynard was. And that's how the whole movie came to I be. mean, okay. And so they decided to do anthropomorphic animals. I think it kind of works well, though, because if you think about, you know, like, foxes are known as sly, sneaky, and then, you know, Robin Hood. Oh, yeah. Steals from the rich. Oh, yeah. the poor. And in a way, he reminds me of Fantastic Mr. Fox. Or the other way around, I guess. If anyone has seen that. Yeah. Actually, actually one of my fun facts... One of my fun facts is in the soundtrack of Fantastic Mr. Fox is Love from Robin Hood. Seriously. Oh, oh cool. Oh, look at that segue. Fantastic Mr. Fox is a fabulous movie, by the way. Still never seen it. Like, George it's not Disney. George voices the fox, but right? It's great. Mr. Fox, yeah? Isn't that right? Uh, I think so. I don't know. But it's a great movie. Variety. If you haven't seen it. Of the Fantastic Variety, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to watch um, that. Anyways, <laughs> continuing on our stories about Raynard the Fox... Raynard, before Robin Hood was created, was originally going to be the villain in the movie Chanticleer that Adam mentioned that was supposed to be made but was scrapped in lieu of Sword Oh, about of the, the chicken? Yeah, about the chicken. So originally, oh. Raynard the fox was going to be the villain because foxes eat chickens. That, oh, interesting. But then... I wonder if the... I don't remember his name, but the, the, the singing rooster bard thing? Alan Adale. Oh. Alan Adale, oh, yeah. 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 I, I wonder if he had, if that was, like, part of the original uh, design for uh, Chanticleer. That would have been cool. I don't know. That's that'd interesting. Be, that'd be really cool. But, anyways, then it was scrapped, and so Raynard was still not being used, and then they delved back into the Raynard ink pot to make Robin Hood, and thus Robin Hood was born. Um, originally, though, they wanted to set... Robin Hood in the Deep South to try to recapture the charm of Song of the South that came out I think around a decade before this um, but decided not Ooh, to because of, there. <laughs> because of there, because of there wasn't a ton of backlash about Song of the South at this point yet right, right. but they were starting to receive some backlash and it, di it wasn't received well critically and so they decided not to and of course that ended up being for the best because Robin Hood is phenomenal mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but it was almost a Song of the South-esque Robin Hood. <sighs> yeah. Um, this movie was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Song for Love. Um, cool. It did not win, but it was nominated, which is pretty cool. So, my next fun fact is that we're still in the music category. Whistle Stop, that we all know and love. Um was sped up for the hamster dance meme, which was one of the first internet memes. Um, 
Sorry. Which was actually used in a famous scene in the Barnyard movie. I fact. forgot about that movie. I tried. To I just broke it. Adam. <laughs> Adam had a violent reaction. <laughs> oh man! Adam and I forgot about the movie, and then subsequently forgot that that song was in that movie. Same. It's a cow farm. There's gonna be cows. Stop! Stop that! I will Diet leave <laughs> this call. Sorry, we have a we lot of uh, movie childhood jokes with Adam and Barnyard. Um, anyways, it was announced in 2020 that there's going to be a live-action CGI hybrid of Robin Hood to go straight to Disney Plus. I assume similar to the Lifeless Lion wait, King. Wait, however, really? I have not heard about this at all. I feel like that's what it said on Robin Hood's Wikipedia page. But every movie we've talked about has said that there's been a live-action remake announced. So, the same way they did Lion King. So, uh, in in my opinion, I feel like it should if they do more CG, like, like lean into it a little bit more and try to make them look less realistic, it could still work. If yeah, they, if they go the Lion King no, route, it'll be creepy. Yeah, if they try to go realistic, it'll be like creepy the Lion if they do it King, realistically. It's gonna look kind of horrifying. I want. Here's what I want. I want it just to be actual people, and then they have like a fake fox nose on, and not like, a convincing <laughs> one, like a party city one. And the little like I think cat that would be, <laughs> oh With the, Exactly the, like like, a, like the, you can the only tell cheap looking crown on. <laughs> On Prince John's head. No, no, no. Disney a Burger King us. crown on Prince A Burger Prince. King crown! <laughs> Man, we have the guy, quality uh, movies. The, what's the turtle's name? Toby. Toby. Toby just needs to be in a bad Ninja Turtles costume. <laughs> <laughs> I just spit all yeah, over my... Like the equivalent of Miles oh Morales God. wearing the Spider-Man costume in the animated... In the, in the exactly, <laughs> exactly. It needs to be that vibe. It needs to just be that vibe the entire movie. Oh my gosh. So, anyways, oh. that was technically announced in 2020, but nothing else has really been said about it. Similar to like when we talked about uh, Sword in the Stone, how Adam mentioned that was announced years ago, but nothing was ever came of it. Yeah. Mm. So, we'll see. Maybe um, because they started working on it, and then they and realized, then next... hey, this is actually going to be trash. Let's not. <laughs> Right. Um, and then all I have left is park representation, which there's not much, but there's something which is impressive. Um, first and foremost, back in the day, meet and greet characters comprised of Robin Hood, Maid Marian, Friar Tuck, Prince John, Sheriff of Nottingham, and Little John all used to be findable. Yes, Adam? I, I actually knew about that because there's an episode of Modern Family where they're at Disneyland and one of the characters is trying to talk to them. Or, and one of the characters who's not supposed to be around the family or whatever is trying to talk to one of them and gets inside like the, the Little John costume. So they're having this very serious conversation as his eyes are up here and he's doing this swinging thing. But like it, it caught me off guard because I'm like, I didn't even realize they ever had that. Huh. Yeah, and they actually... Not too long ago, within the past couple of years, there was a Forgotten Friends Week at Disney where, for a week, they brought back as many forgotten meet-and-greet characters as they could possibly muster. And oh, all of them were brought back from again. Robin Hood. I love that. I wish they I had all the forgotten characters in Hood. parades and fireworks shows. You could even meet, like, Jim Hawkins from Treasure Planet. Yes. Like, 
They had what? all sorts of the... All these old characters that used to be meetable, whether it was for a special promotion for one week in Disney 15 years ago, or if it was a regular meet-and-greet character back in the day, they were all around for that week, for Forgotten Disney. Friends Week. There is no justice in this world! <laughs> again. However, you can still, if you're really, really lucky, you can still spot Robin Hood in one place. And that is very, very rarely... He will appear in one of the boats at the end of the Fantasmic show. Really? Huh. Yeah. Disrespectful. Because, you know, they have a bunch of characters on boats and stuff. So, very, very rarely you can still catch a Robin Hood, but not meet and greet. And then finally, we have a quick service restaurant in the Magic Kingdom uh, in Fantasyland called Friar's Nook. Oh. Oh, yeah. Which... I saw on their menu they had some Mr. Toad themed food there as well, but Friar's huh. Nook was obviously Friar's Nook. The, and the, Friar's the font and everything. Right. It's obviously Robin Hood esque. Kind of yeah. like the Pinocchio House quick service restaurant that's in that same area is like I don't know if it's actually titled Pinocchio House, but it's like very obviously Pinocchio. Right. It's the same thing here, mm-hmm. but with Robin okay. Hood. Um, and that's it. I mean, last time we were there you couldn't even find Robin Hood stuff on pins. They were very. They have had periodically a lot of Robin Hood merchandise, but you have to be there at the right time to find it. It's there's no way to really guarantee it, like some other IPs. So, um, and then I'll pass the baton to Adam for our non-existent tall tales from Traverse Town. Yo, I looked. I looked for some uh, obscure cosmetic in one of the mobile games or the the browser games. Or anything. I cannot find a single thing on Robin Hood in Kingdom Hearts. Dang. I don't think he's there at all anywhere, which kind of holds true for ver- for most of the Dark Age of Disney. Yeah, it's very a lot of the following movies aren't going to have any. Mm-hmm. So we, I uh, saw Traverse Town will will get a, a quick little uh uh resurgence not too long uh, from now and then it's going to be dead for a while the gates will be closed for a while like in frozen so like next episode adam i, I was trying not yeah. to be like give it all away but yes Rip. um yeah i i saw online <laughs> that people are petitioning to have a robin hood world in kingdom hearts 4 that would be cool yes. they were also petitioning to have that in kingdom hearts 3 i don't mean crap yeah. We've we'll seen see the power happens. of fans. We know how they can do it. So, that is all of our fun facts and snazzy stats for Robin Hood. So, Andrew, kick us off with some nostalgia. Nostalgia. All right. Well, Let is, loose, my friend. <laughs> this is one that we owned on VHS growing up, and in my case, was in constant rotation. I, especially when I was very young, watched this movie all the time like dad would I did say, not he'd... realize how constant the rotation was until I watched the movie and could quote half the lines inflections and all yeah <laughs> and then you're like oh wow I've seen this way more yeah, than I thought exactly because no, yeah, like dad was saying uh, on the Jungle Book episode he would say hey you want to watch a movie yeah, yeah well how, let's watch Jungle Book and I would say no Robin Hood <clears throat> there you go um, I have a vivid Memory. I don't remember. I know, and I know I've seen pictures and possibly some home video of this, but I had this like 
I want to say it was like a pink. It was a, a bubble wand in the shape of a sword. And I believe the blade, like, bubble wand part was pink with a green handle. And I don't remember exactly if that's right or not. But I remember I used to be walking around with that sword while watching Robin Hood. Or Muppets Treasure Island, I believe. Mm -hmm. But I do have memories of, like, walking. I remember walking down the hallway pretending to fight the Sheriff of Nottingham while holding that sword because I was being Robin Hood. You know, like, I have, like, throughout my whole life with toy, you know, bows and arrows that I've gotten over the years or little crappy ones I made with a stick from the yard and some fishing wire or <laughs> fishing line or something, uh, you know, just always in the back of my mind having Robin Hood there, you know, just like certain things will always bring it out and I will, you know, use my, would use my imagination all the time to be like, I'm Robin Hood and win archery contests when I was not good at archery at all. So... <laughs> You know, like it's and it's, you and Adam had Robin Hood hats too. We d oh my gosh, yes, Mom had made or Mom had I think made me a Robin Hood outfit at one point. It was like a long green like polo shirt looking thing like he wears in the in the movie because um, that's the best she could do at the time. And then had like made a, a Robin Hood hat. And then I believe Aunt Carla, uh, one of Mom's sisters, had brought me and Adam back those hats from somewhere that she went. Yeah, because those were like very. Those were nice. Those those like mm -hmm. had the good the good quality and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then yeah, I'm pretty sure one of our dogs chewed them up at one point. Mm -hmm. Probably. But yeah, I think Wouldn't I may me. still have mine lying around somewhere, but it's like packed in a bag because I don't think it fits my head well anymore. Probably not, <laughs> considering they were for child uh, uh us. Right. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, we did we did have yeah. uh, Robin Hood hats at one point as well. Yeah, yeah. Like Andrew said, this was in a very regular rotation in our household. I think I um, probably watched it the least out of all of us. It, probably. Probably so. By the time you were old enough to comprehend watching movies, Andrew was a little past that Robin Hood age, probably more into Star oh, Wars I, and Batman I, at that point. I've never been past the Robin Hood age. I've just been shifting my focus to different things here and there. But also, by the yeah. time Abby was starting to watch Disney movies and stuff, we were in school. So a lot of the time That's we were it. away at school and she'd be watching Sleeping Beauty a or a Wola or a Dora or What a Yiddle Mermaid. Or Yiddle Mermaid, yeah. She'd be watching <laughs> something at home. So she had her own different rotation yeah. that she'd be watching. Uh, or, you know, you'd be watching something because you were – not much older than Abby for so for a long time no. you know you two were home and y'all were watching like little people or something yeah. now I'm a lot older than Abby but you know. yeah that, that has changed over the years <laughs> no I'm just kidding um <laughs> Abby stopped dude. aging and Aaron aged more rapidly so <laughs> clearly, a gift. clearly I have a beard and she doesn't so I'm trying okay <laughs> cut me some slack gosh <laughs> Um, Adam and Abby, do y'all have any memories of Robin Hood other than Andrew walking oh, around no. saying "Sword"? Outside of no, outside of pretty much the exact same thing, running around with my with my Robin Hood hat on. No. Yeah, um, I mean that's basically it for our memories. Which is mostly just Andrew. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> Robin Hood is a good one. So now we can go ahead and jump into first impressions of this of viewing it. of Robin Hood. And I'm going to save Andrew for last. 
So let's start with Abby. I, fr- from the very little memory that I had of this movie, I didn't remember it being very good. Or I, I remembered it being like, you know, meh. Like it was just another one of Disney right. Disney's movies. Um, this watch through though, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I'm not sure if it's because I just, in my mind, hyped it up so much from Andrew. Or, I don't, it was, it was really, really good. Like, it had me, like, emotional, basically cackling at certain moments. And I, I (laughs) thought that the storyline worked so well. Like, every single um, scene led into the next one perfectly. And there was no, I thought there was no, nothing that lasted too long. There were no gaps. The characters were amazing. I loved all of the characters. Like, great villain, great hero, all of it. Yeah, great. Yay. (laughs) Great, yay. I'm kind of right there with you, Abby. I don't have just a whole ton of memories of the movie. I mean, I remember most of the plot just because it played a lot. And I remember really enjoying the movie, but I didn't remember a lot of, like, I didn't remember having a lot of emotion towards this movie. So I was excited to watch it just to re-experience it. And I love this movie. It's so good. It's so easy to watch. Um, I didn't I didn't like this movie quite as much as I was expecting to on this pers- per- specific viewing because I ended up getting distracted. I had a... Uh, <laughs> he a said the thing. Fairly... <laughs> uh, I had a fairly lengthy phone call that happened right in the very middle of the movie so it kind of pulled me out of the the vibe and i didn't enjoy myself quite as much as i was hoping to but it's still such an easy movie to watch it's like i said with the aristocats it's comfort food it's Mm -hmm. just something that we can sit down and turn our brains off to it's just very familiar and easy um i wish that i could have enjoyed it a little more on this viewing but i was you know i was distracted and i was tired from work wanting to play video games you know all the all the stuff all the excuses but it was still i still think it's a phenomenal movie Um, adam go ahead very happy to hear both of you loving that Uh, now adam please be easy on me when you tear apart this movie (laughs) y'all i'm sorry i i can't be the wet blanket this week i yes i love this movie so much it's like I was trying throughout the entire movie. I even remember telling Emma specifically, I'm like, I don't know if I will be able to watch this and separate my nostalgia. <laughs> because I, throughout the entire movie, am just having a blast. I think there is, yeah. there, I, there is like one part, there, one thing that I'm, I have a little bit of a problem with. And I do think after a certain point, it starts dragging a little bit. But most of what most of my complaints are honestly nitpicks any there are a few scenes that i think go too long but there's so much fun that i don't care it's yeah it's just it's such a good movie i i have so much fun with this movie. <laughs> yeah nostalgia aside i can speak for this like i have no nostalgia for this movie and it's amazing oh yeah it's so it's, good. And it holds up really well. Like it, it has it, it has does stood the test of time pretty well. Obviously the animation's not as great as like it could have been at the time because Lady of the financial the troubles that But it's still Disney so charming. 
The animation oh is it so is. charming. It is, and it the... is. it's the same xerography style, but like it's it's somehow even more charming than the past couple of movies like Jungle Book or Aristocats or Sword of Stone. I think that we've it's because they every color they use is much more vibrant. There is not mm -hmm. a yeah. dull shade in this movie, and so for this art style, everything pops. And looks great. Until, the water it, um, it really complements the watercolor backgrounds, and just it's wonderful. Not to mention the real like fantasy theme that they were going for, because there was a slight fantasy theme. I think you know castles and all that. Um, I think that the sketchiness mm -hmm. of the animation kind of plays into it in a way, because it's like this is a storybook that you're reading, you know, literally, and it's yeah, oh, it's yeah. kind of it's really yeah. cool. But yeah, to go with yeah. what you were saying, Adam, it's very bright and fun colors, I think, until it gets to towards the end when they're trying to save Friar Tuck and the jailbreak and everything. And then there's a little bit of muted. Even then, the Accurately colors aren't really muted. muted. They're just using darker colors. Yeah, yeah they're, it, they're using it, darker the colors because it is... it's nighttime and it's more tense. But other than that, exactly. Like, it fits the yeah. mood, which works so well. And, and that's when it, it, uh, they, they use Technicolor. To, uh, to animate it and everything, and Technicolor mm -hmm. always has these bright, vibrant colors. Look at um, uh, The Wizard of Oz, which was like the first oh, yeah. movie produced in color. They used Technicolor, and it stands out. Even to this day, it still looks incredible when you go back and watch that movie. Yeah. Technicolor is fantastic. Absolutely. And that absolutely mm -hmm. adds to uh, the charm of this. And I think all of the, the, uh, the characters are played very well. All the performances are very good and just really... Uh, work with these characters and just add to this movie. There is um, not a there's not a bad voice actor in seriously? the cast. Everybody oh, no. nails the their performances, their characters. I think the kids are the worst of them, and even then, they're kids. They're, they they still get that pretty well. Every still these are the most well fleshed out characters we've yeah. ever seen. Everybody has the most personality. You can really tell everybody's relationship based on their act on their performances together and it's i oh my gosh is, it does so mm -hmm. well establishing everyone and how they feel about each other and there is not oh, a character that i was bored with or that i did not like not a single one i agree i agree we oh just yeah taking so a moment to uh, well, my first opinion <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah go ahead Adrian. i love this movie <laughs> oh wait! We've been this is, like I said, my favorite Disney movie. Um, <laughs> uh, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. It is up there with like some Star Wars, uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, Muppet Treasure Island, Pirates of the Caribbean. Like this, this is up there with some of my favorite films of all time. It's just such a simple, fun movie. Um, like we were saying, the oh, characters yeah. all work together so well. They're performed very well. The story is told in a very easy-to-process and digest way. Um, it, uh, I hate that it doesn't get as much merchandising as a lot of the other Disney stuff, and it's, it's just kind of been forgotten by Disney a bit because it's so good. It's a hidden gem. Um, this is one of the few movies that I honestly... It is. This is one of the few movies that I wish was longer. I wish there I had more of it. Um, I think that's probably because it's not just longer. Your... I think it 
yeah, yeah, that's just my personal bias <laughs> and nostalgia yeah. for sure. But um, um, it, this it it's the movie is not too long. It's like I'd say like a perfect length. Um, it's it's not too long. It moves at a very good pace throughout the whole movie. Um, it, this is just a wonderful, fun time. Like you're never bored watching this movie. It's so easy to sit back and just forget about you know worry. To quote the bare necessities, bare necessities. <laughs> forget about your worries and your bare strife. Um, bare necessities. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just so easy to just sit back and enjoy this movie and just forget about life for an hour and a half, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let's go ahead and start talking about the movie. Um, oh, Abby, did you want to say something? I just something? wanted to um, comment on what Andrew said about how it's such a simple movie, but it's so good. Like, you don't need, like, a show-stopping movie, like, in-game, which, I mean, yes, that was great, but... Or anything like that to make it a wonderful movie. It can be as simple mm-hmm. as this, and it's great. Yeah, and we talked about that on the last episode. Something even as simple as just Cats in Paris. Disney yeah. has such a good ability to take simple constructs and make them into phenomenal films. And it's, it's really impressive. It's really, really impressive. Mm-hmm. And um, you don't need, like, an incredible show-stopping, like, musical number like a song or anything like that to have a great movie like the songs in this are not the best songs Disney's ever done even up to this point they're not the best they're still fun good songs but they're no you know bare necessities or you know uh, a dream is a wish your heart makes or you know any of those incredible songs that we've gotten so far like it's they're good but they're not that incredible but this is still in my opinion the best movie that Disney's done so far and that's also a lot of personal bias and nostalgia, I will admit. But this is still no, just such a good movie. No, not at all. Mm-mm. Not at all. Right. Sorry, Aaron, now. Um, <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Now we can go ahead and jump into um, the plot of the movie and start actually talking about Robin Hood. So yeah. we start with a lovely opening of a book See, and some credits. I like that and they actually Adam, open the book before they start the credits in this one, I want to go ahead and say, because there have been several where they do all the credits and everything, and then it goes and to then the, book open the book opening, and then they start it. I love that this from the get-go, it's like, all right, we're in this. We open the book, and then it starts doing the credits. But you get to watch the, the characters, yeah. and you get to see a few little clips from the movie um, and everything like during the credits. And it's a fun credit song. So I, I really enjoy it, and I'm going to try not to go on too much about it. And I'm going to let Adam let's f- find out from our resident cri- uh, credits uh, snob. Credit critic? <laughs> credit critic. There credit you go. Critic. See if he likes like it. Our credit critic. I, went I think on a roller we just coaster created a new name for a, for a segment. I'll take it. But I went on a roller coaster because I remembered the fun, upbeat one that I'm like, all right, here we go. And then it slowly opens the book and is going through some of the opening logos and, like, the, the, the slow. And I'm like, do I remember this wrong? No! Don't oh, give me this! Hamster dance? Yeah, no, no, like, not even hamster dance. But, I like, I remember I remembered the actual opening credits where they're, like, walking and running and it's doing the, the, oh, yeah, the yeah, names yeah, yeah, yeah. on screen and different stuff like that as the song is playing. But I, I, I it then opens the actual... Um, uh, Robin Hood book and mm-hmm. starts kind of 
like you you see the text of things and i'm like please don't tell me they're snow whiting me please don't tell me they're so snow whiting me and making me read this and then <laughs> the 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 rooster cuts in to talk and it cuts to the actual like credits where it's just oh these are so charming these are better than 101 yeah. i really really because like nothing... really I was not expecting That's you to like shocking. them better than 101 Dalmatians opening Based credits. solely wow. on the fact that like, I am a sucker for you seeing the character on screen or a representation of the character as you see their voice actor. Yes. It okay. was treating them... I love I that. I thought that, that was so good. I may go back on this. I'm going to go ahead and say I may end up changing my mind that I like 101 Dalmatians uh, credits better because they did have a bit more visual flair going on. Mm -hmm. But this one just, it was, it, the song was the best one we've heard yet in credits. And it was just, it was fun. I love seeing the characters on screen. Some of the visual gags of like characters running across the screen being chased and then it flipping them back where they're the ones now doing the chasing was so stupid but so fun. <laughs> I was fully expecting. I loved it. Oh, yeah. I loved it's it. it's good opening credits. Also, I really like Definitely Roger some of the best so far. voice, and he doesn't really even sing in this that much, but he whistles and uh, and does some like scatting or the do 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 do's type thing yeah you know? and the two oh, songs yeah. that he sings his voice is wonderful oh he's got a great voice and i love when he comes in as alan avail and starts narr like almost narrating and being like yeah there's lots of stories about robin hood but uh we in the animal kingdom we know how it really happened let me tell you the real story <laughs> and just jumps right that's in. such a good intro it's so great that's it's such so a good simple intro. and i love the one like loot string breaking <laughs> at one point when he's like tooting it's like it's like oh Oh, well, and just keeps going. <laughs> uh -huh. Like a champ. Oh, yeah. It's so good. So we start the movie with Whistle Stop. Very classic tune. <laughs> um, and then that transitions into the song Udalali, which that song is a great segue to introduce the characters of Robin Hood Robin and Little John. Oh, I love it and so much. Sheriff of Nottingham. This is honestly... It's so good. This is a song that I will still every now and then just go and look up on like Spotify or Apple Music and just listen to it again every now and then just because I'm like, I need a little Robin Hood in my life. <laughs> and just start listening to it. It's, it's just, just so... Oh, it gives me the warm fuzzy. So folksy. It's just so great. It's, it, and, it's like, and it And it's so simple because it's literally just Rob, Roger Miller on the guitar and singing. Like It's not like a big yeah. orchestral number. It's not like a whole band or anything. No, it's just like him playing guitar and singing a little folksy tune, and it's just wonderful. Uh-huh. It's great. It's so good. It's so <laughs> wonderful. So they are seen, Robin Hood and Little John, that is, escaping the Sheriff of Nottingham and his wolf archers. And when they escape, they end up getting back to... Uh, their camp in Sherwood Forest. And uh, I would like to preface that, as uh, a reminder, that I had a phone call in the middle of the movie and that I am not remembering plot points super well. I got distracted. Uh, so, luckily, though, we have Andrew here, so if I miss a plot point... We'll oh, I won't, I won't miss a plot so. point for this movie, I can guarantee it. I hope. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hope I, I, so hope I don't, up, now that I've said that. 
They end up in Sherwood Forest. Mm-hmm. They up, up, up in a tree. Oh, they and then they hear some trumpeting elephants, and they think, "Oh, let's go make some money." Well, then you also get the iconic so, shot of an arrow through Robin Hood's hat. And and that's, I love that conversation. Cause I, I love Little John just calling him Rob. Mm-hmm. He'll call him I like love that. Rob. I love that. Or, I know. And just like it's, little different nicknames. Well, but he, I, he calls it, him Johnny a lot. I, I, I do think it's Fun a very interesting fact. conversation too because it is mm-hmm. like him being like, hey, it establishes so much real quick. Robin is incredibly ambitious. And he's like, we anything we can do to help these people, we will. And Little John's like, yeah, you're not going to do much help dead maybe we need to slow down a little bit yeah i like the hard yeah. to laugh hanging there Rob. <laughs> uh-huh it's yeah. so oh my gosh there's I so much i think phil harris phil harris found his pocket as a supporting character oh, oh he my really gosh did. Yes. i think and i, I think, think that is that is where he does best and i think this is his best one because as he he is a in um he he plays supporting character to a uh a character that kind of doesn't want to be a main character in Jungle Book, and then uh, supporting character while also kind of being the most leading force in the in the Aristocats. And this one, he is a direct sidekick, and I think it works. Oh yeah, perfectly. Mm-hmm. He oh, he doesn't yeah. really have to carry any part of the movie. He can just be there to be to just the make sidekick, it and that is exactly where he There's needs just, to be. There's just something about his voice coming out of a bear that's just <laughs> that's better perfect. It feels yeah. right. It does. But, it just feels it right. But yeah, like him, he is just there to play off of and be played off of. And mad props to the to both voice actors for really nailing their relationship of concerned you, friends oh, that you, are like, we have been working together for a while. I have concerns, but get-go. also. They I can tell. Like they you immediately get their relationship. Years. They have they been know working each together other. and know each other. And, the, like, for years, like, right off the bat, you get, immediately, you can tell, like, oh, yeah, no, these are, like, best friends and depend on each other, you know, daily to survive. It's so this good. They are so bat. good. Their banter is perfectly playful <laughs> while also yes. being serious. Oh, Fun little fact, the hat with the arrow is a part of our cover art, if you haven't noticed. Huh? It is. <laughs> anyway, so they hear the trumpeting elephants, and they think, it's payday. And they go to see what kind of riches they can acquire. I love the scene when they're running down like the the path through the forest and changing into the 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 gypsy outfits or whatever the fortune teller mm-hmm. outfits yeah the gypsy always, fortune teller yeah, I've always loved watching little John hop around trying to get the like bloomers His costume on. kills <laughs> me I love it's it so I love oh it so gosh. much it's and then they so get funny. there and see the coach they see the elephants uh, the elephant guards or whatever <laughs> and little John's just like what are you, it, it's a circus a peanut yeah. operation let's get out of here and Robin Hood's like 
Are you idiot? That's the royal coach. This is the big time. Let's do this. To which, to which Lil Jon's even further. Oh, absolutely not then. <laughs> there's, there's, like, there's, we're not doing there's that. laws against robbing royalty. I'm out of here. <laughs> to which which Emma there's went. a law against robbing in general. So That's exactly that. what Emma like, no, no. said. Royalty is where we draw like, the line. She's like, there's a, ro- <laughs> there's a law against robbing anyone. <laughs> I know. But I love that that's where he draws the line. He's like, so uh-uh. we can technically call Robin Hood and Little John our Disney Loves Crime. Literally, I don't think there's a scene in this movie that isn't Disney Loves Crime. <laughs> I will go through every scene and give a Disney Loves Crime. Between Prince and also, John, the Sheriff of Nottingham, and Robin Hood and Little John, that, that covers the entire movie for Disney Loves Crime. And then also, Prince John is just the pouty princess for the yeah, entire movie. Every scene so, really, we've got both of our we've got both of our segments right there throughout the I, entire movie. I am this is why a, this is the perfect movie. <laughs> I'm gonna call a specific Disney loves crime later because okay. it's so stupid. I got this. This is okay. fine. Don't even worry about it. I love it. <laughs> so. Robin and Little John end up making... They, they get lots of the gold from Prince John. I, where, I could go line by line through this movie this talking about it. I'm trying specifically, this scene specifically has so, so many good. deliveries that are ingrained in my brain forever. Yeah. Specifically, and the one gags. more so than any others. Fortune's forecast. Lucky yeah, charms. Lucky charms. <laughs> I love that. I know my name. Get on with it. <laughs> The thing that's engraved I'm, I'm, I'm in the, the way Robin Hood the, talks as Oh baby, solid gold hubcaps. <laughs> just undoing the hubcaps on the wagon. The thing that I remember so, the most from this movie probably is during this part where he's kissing the rings and like gets the, the jewels off of them. And just smiles with the jewels in his mouth. And see, I've never forgotten the way Robin Hood talks when he's dressed up as a fortune teller. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, "Ooh, Delali, ooh, Delali," like just that voice has never left me. I like mm. always have that somewhere. Uh, and in my that's brain. again my compliments to his uh, to his voice actor for uh, making it sound like the character doing an impression. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. So good. One thing that's always stuck to so, me, uh, with me from this scene is just when Little John's just cutting into the <laughs> into the, the treasury oh chest. And just the way he sits there and just spins the knife. No one saw I don't know why, because that's not how the knife would work. But it, that has always stuck with me. That and then him, like, flirting with one of the rhino that guards. That was so funny. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. <laughs> I think the first part of this movie that actually made me just burst out laughing was when Prince John finally realized he'd been duped, and he starts, like, screaming out to, um... Hiss! Sir Hiss! Hiss! You're never around when I need but you! And then, um, whenever he finally meets with Hiss, he's just there's like, I've been robbed. I've been robbed. <laughs> I so love funny. that! That delivery is killing! Of course you've been robbed! Because he was, like, screaming Hiss just, like, in his out. underwear... I've been robbed. <laughs> but I, w- I don't know so, if you noticed, but when he finally realizes what's happened, it's after they run by and he sees that Robin Hood is wearing his cloak. 
How mm-hmm. did he get to and that point? Like, that's when he, he sees it, his eyes go wide, and he looks down and then grabs the curtains, and he's like, Robbed! I've been robbed! <laughs> so good. So, to sum up this scene, Robin Hood distracts Prince John as a fortune teller while slowly uh, stealing some of the treasure right around him in the cart, and uh, little John is going around taking everything else. Like Andrew mentioned, he uses his knife to cut a hole in the bottom of this treasure chest the rhinos were carrying, and uh, let all the gold coins fall down into his uh, shirt. <laughs> and he takes the go- solid gold hubcaps off of the prince's cart, so when the prince starts trying to chase Robin Hood and Little John, the cart falls apart. Um, they they just they they steal him. They take everything from him. Also, and I can't Prince let this John scene go real quick. I'm so sorry. I can't go- let us move forward without pointing out one very specific part in this scene, like right before they get to the chariot, uh, the coach, when Prince John and Sir Hiss are in the coach talking, right? And they're talking about, basically giving you backstory about how he tricked King Richard into the Crusades and took over the crown and everything. But there's the part where he uh, makes... uh, he he, I don't remember what exactly uh, at the moment, but... Sir Hiss goes off and starts pouting, like in the basket, and they somehow oh made my a snake cross yes. his arms. Cross I, his arms. I cannot let this go without pointing out that it's so they made good. the snake cross Miranda his arms, and it works on so many that. levels. Prime time <laughs> animation. How you can make a snake cross his arms, I still don't understand, and, and I watched not the movie. Ev- and make us never really question it because it just looks right. It just looks like he's like. Meh. And you don't think about it till so later. Impressive. You're like, wait a minute. He doesn't have one. <laughs> so impressive. Mm-hmm. So Sorry, Aaron, they end up making off. No, it's okay. They end up making off with all this treasure, and Prince John attempts to follow them, but the cart falls apart, and he ends up flying out of the back of the cart, and he lands in the mud in his underwear and starts doing his pouting where he sucks his thumb and grabs his ear and says, Mommy. Mommy. He hits Sir Hiss with the mirror, and Sir Hiss is like, seven years bad. Smash. <laughs> Luck. Also, Luck. you broke your mother's mirror, and that's when he's like, Mom, he goes, Mommy! <laughs> and then he thumb. says, I've been robbed. <laughs> <laughs> I have a dirty thumb. <laughs> I have a dirty thumb. <laughs> he's such a baby, and I love it. It's it's wonderful. And then I believe we go ahead and cut back to Nottingham. Yeah, we cut and to Nottingham. And you see mm-hmm. a rabbit family celebrating no. a not yet. Birth? Day? No, you see Not the yet? sheriff. You see the sheriff of Nottingham walking around, and this is he strutting, uh, if you will. Strutting, yes. Right, 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 right. He's singing a more upbeat, like personal version of "Not in Nottingham." Later, if you pay attention to the lyrics and the tune he's really? humming, really, yes, I was like, hey. But uh, and then he comes I've upon. Never that. He sees Friar he Tuck, sees Friar going, Tuck into going into autos. Right, 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 mm-hmm. right, And he is sly, the sheriff. He hears some clinging of coins, so he goes to collect taxes, and he can tell by the way Otto's walking that well, they he could hear the, the coins the, in Otto's cast. He could hear the coins clinking <laughs> when he walks. And so he takes, cast. he bangs. You, y'all have all probably seen this if you're listening to it. 
He sits auto down, lifts his leg up, and starts beating him on the bottom like, of the foot like, till all the like coins the, fall like out. Like you hit the bottle of a ketchup bottle, bottom of a ketchup bottle. Yeah. Like the old he glass is so to take all the all the coins. The sheriff, the sheriff of Nottingham, Pat Buttram, because he loves that voice actor. He gets so much joy from just taking all these people's money, because you could tell by the by his. This is going to sound really weird, really mean, but by his weight, because especially in that time, usually the, the bigger you are, the more well-off you are. And so you know he's eating no, well. absolutely. Well, the others are scraping by. I don't by. know his how necessarily accurate that is to this movie, because Friar Tuck's a, a, That's a, a, good a large point. fellow, but, too. But no, but you also have really to think about what, what animal they are. Yeah. Friar Tuck is a badger, which are typically a little more rotund, as is... Little John as a bear, mm-hmm. the sheriff is a wolf. It's a wolf, and he's a big fella. He's a fat yeah. wolf. That's a good Wolves point. are supposed to be slim. He is not slim. He's oh, yeah, no. That's that's a very good point. Thank you. But he's also he dressed very well, so you know he's he's absolutely fine taking their money because it means he gets paid. He makes you hate and, but love yeah. his character at the same time. He's such a good it, villain. He's not like It took me a long time to realize he was a wolf because he's so big. I thought he was a bear like little same, John when I was growing same. up. But uh he's yeah. such a good villain cuz he's not overtly like nasty and evil, but it's just like you're just mean. Yeah. Yeah, you're just like, and we'll see the, his meanness in just a second. Bully. He, he enters just Mrs. Rabbit's going. house, and all of her children are there celebrating the birthday of Skippy. Which they would not have actually and sang "Happy Birthday" if it was nowadays, because you got to pay for that. Yeah, yeah. Which is it's not royalty free, ladies and gents. Uh, so they are singing "Happy Birthday" to Skippy, and Skippy opens his present, and it is one coin. One whole and farthing. He was so excited. And he opens it as the sheriff comes in singing, Happy birthday to you. Of course, Pat Buttram does it better than me. But that's my impression. That's my sheriff impression. And then he's like, um, oh, on but then he comes in. So he opens it. He's like, one whole farthing. And then just takes it right away. And he takes it. I almost cried when I was watching this yesterday. I was like, are you for real? <laughs> and Skippy's yeah. just so sad looking. Oh, makes me so sad. Skippy was hard. And Sheriff is man. just a bully. The family that saves together pays together. Yeah, man. Uh, Sheriff, what a nasty man. <laughs> He's so entertaining for he somebody leaves. who's just so mean. Right? So he leaves, and then in comes a blind beggar fox. Well, actually, he comes in first because he uses the coin and bounces it off the at the bottom of the cup. And oh, the you're right, he and he's st- a blind. He is nasty. taking money from a blind beggar and being coy and having fun with it. I love him. <laughs> uh-huh. Maybe I cast Adam incorrectly. <laughs> no, he's just a butthole, and he's such a good villain. He's easy to hate. I love it. And then the sheriff but it turns leaves. out, yeah, it turns out that the blind beggar is Robin Hood. Literally, and highlight of the trials. coming around Nottingham to, sp- <laughs> right? Happy birthday, no, son! One one of the highlights. He is coming around Nottingham to spread the wealth that he and Little John just secured. So he gives Mrs. Rabbit a nice sack of coins, and then gives Skippy his hat and his. And a bow 
as a mm. birthday present, and Skippy is like on cloud nine. He's... I just love when uh, he reveals that he's Robin Hood, the the older sister rabbit. It's just like, oh, he's so handsome. <laughs> just like, it's like his Marie. reward poster. I was making a lot of jokes where he's like, happy birthday. And I was like, imagine if he didn't give the mom money or just happy birthday kid here's a weapon bye <laughs> <laughs> to which led me down to a joke like remember kid eat the rich let's go <laughs> eat the rich is a, is a saying that uh essentially i think it started in the french revolution but essentially Probably. if the if the rich are gonna accumulate so much and they they tell us to find our own food we'll we'll eat them i mean <laughs> Oh, but God. essentially, nowadays, it's closer to it. it it's more of saying uh, the the Let rich them eat must cake, pay. Question mark. Hmm. Let them eat cake? Question mark. Maybe I also may be making those facts up. Don't don't fact check me on that. I have, a, I have no <laughs> idea. Yeah, it's fine. Anyway, uh, um, so Skippy runs off with his sisters to go play with his new bow. Uh, and then I love Tagalong and then Toby stops. Meets up with them. Well, Tagalong stops and comes back in. She's like, "Bye, Mr. Robin Hood. Come again on my <laughs> birthday." <laughs> oh. She's like, "Hey, it's my turn now. Bring me a bow and a hat. Give Come me a on. dagger and axe. Maybe weapons. I'll take a nice mace." <laughs> She's a cutie. <laughs> and Skippy goes to try out his new bow and arrow, and it's him, sis, Tagalong, and Toby. And he's trying to shoot his arrow, but he shot it too high. And it goes up and over the wall of Prince John's castle. And um, they go up to the gate, and they can see it in the yard. But Maid Marian and Lady Cluck are out there playing badminton. And Skippy makes Toby swear that he won't tell anybody because they don't want Prince John to cut off his head. Can I, can I say and the oath? I was about to say, say, somebody's got to say yes. the oath. Spiders, yes, snakes, and please. lizard heads. Spiders, snakes, and a lizard's head. Uh, then it was, um, if I tattletale, I'll die till I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> with a, I love crossed it. His, so put his hand over his heart and crossed his eyes and said it. I want to oh, give so a... So cute. Those kids did I, so Actually, good. I want to give a little bit of praise mm-hmm. to that because, especially with Skippy, um, with his interactions with Maid Marian, it's so accurate to how kids play. And, like, oh the part gosh, where yes. he, like, drags her off into the quote-unquote, um, the woods or the forest, um, sure, forest. forest, and then they sit down, and he's just like, well, now what? <laughs> I just thought it was so <laughs> accurate. It's just so fun. Also want to point out what a phenomenal job Maid Marian and Lady Cluck do of helping oh him. Oh my gosh, I know. Because he, he is terrified, like on the brink of, of like a panic attack. He's like, please don't tell Prince John. Mama said he's, he'll cut off my head. And and they're like, no, you're, you're okay. You didn't do anything wrong. And then Maid Marian's like, okay, I know what to do. And immediately is like, now who does this art, young archer remind you of? And they play into the, he looks like Robin Hood because of the hat and the bow and everything. And he immediately perks up. He's like, yeah, yeah, because he I just got his bow, too. Yeah, look at that. I'm Robin Hood. And he's just And fine. the chemistry between oh, Maid Mary oh and Lady Cluck. Oh, beautiful. It's perfect. 
Those two actresses obviously had been working together for a long time because they knew exactly how to do it, and it was mm-hmm. awesome. I mean, they knew how to do it. In this is uh, this this is the this is the Disney loves crime because of trespassing. Uh, they, they <laughs> <laughs> of everything, this is it. I peaked so bad. I'm so sorry. That's pretty great. So, uh, but I I specifically want to give shout out to Lady Cluck immediately playing the villain yeah, just to let yes, this kid so play he can hero. Be a hero. Absolutely. So... I wanted to say this is why I gave Abby Lady Cluck. Oh yeah. The way that she plays with the kids and the way that she dies and air quotes from the wooden sword. She sticks it under her wing and it's like oh. I'm done. That, I love that. That gave me Abby vibes. Like, that is exactly how I feel like Abby would play. I also like, love that Skippy, Whenever we have like, kids someday, stops. I feel like that's how Abby's going to play. I love I love that Skippy stops to make sure she's okay. He's like... I know, shit. it's so she's cute. Like, no, now this is the part where you run away. This is this is where you take your lady. And he's like... Okay, you take your lady he's like, fair oh, yeah. Sherwood Forest. Like, oh, yeah. Come on, lady fair. Let's go. And just runs off. <laughs> so this is the Sherwood Forest. so cute. Yeah, I, I guess. guess so. <laughs> he like has the, no idea what well, to now do what from do we do? here. It's so cute. Abby, you're muted, honey. <laughs> okay, I've been talking this whole time. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> First of all, I wanted to say earlier, I would absolutely be the aunt that would be as, as dramatic as possible and be in combat with your children. Second of all, um... <laughs> like I was saying earlier with the kids and how accurate it is with how kids play. He's like, yeah, okay, yeah, I guess this is it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, well, now what do we do? Uh, this whole Maybe scene. Marion's like, well, this is usually when the hero would give the fair lady a kiss. And he was like, ah, oh, that's sissy stuff. That's sissy know. stuff. And I just love her. Well, if you won't. I will, and just because a big smooch on the cheek, she, and he's just like, ew. And then, of course, his sisters and Toby see it. And they're just like, they're kissing, and he gets so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so, it's so, so true to life. Um. So then, after the kids are laughing about the kiss, that is when I believe we cut back to Sherwood Forest and Robin Hood and Little John are there doing laundry and cooking and um no that's not till after I think it cuts to because to Maid Marion and Lady Cluck yeah because uh the kids have been asking Maid Marion are you gonna marry Robin Hood did you ever kiss are y'all in love are you gonna have kids um and she tells him that they carved he carved their initials into the tree um, oh, yeah. And I, I believe it cuts to them in her, like, chambers, and she's being like, oh, I bet he doesn't even remember me. And Lady Cluck's like, girl, you're crazy. He loves you. Just give I it some time. I have a quick question. Mm. How is Maid Marian related to Prince I think John? they're cousins, because I right. think... Cause I don't Prince, think they Prince are. John, and, we're not talking about animal here. We're just talking about King what they Richard said. King Richard is her uncle. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm King based Richard's on based her on, uncle. King Richard is her uncle. I'm thinking her aunt is a fox and is married to King Richard, the lion, or and something like that. That's John my head canon. Is because she they didn't say, she wasn't okay. A fox, so she's only related. She, she's so she's related. In your opinion, she's related to them by marriage. Yeah, through marriage. Yeah. Okay, that's man. my guess. Because I didn't know if they had like a sis. If if those two had a sister that was her mother, or if. 
if if Prince John was her father, and I'm like, if that's the case, it's that's weird. It's because adoption. It's, it's because they wanted Maid Marian and Robin Hood to both be fucked. No, 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 but since they were love interests and everything. Sorry, but it gets really weird after that with whole relationships, like family stuff outside of that to try to make it work. So. Question though, in that's the um the credits where it says what they are when it gave their voice actor and who the character was. For Robin Hood, it said mm. Fox. For Maid Marian, it said something else. And I didn't... I. It said Vixen. Vixen. It was oh, a female Fox. I, I only Fox. saw the glance of... I only glanced at it, so I didn't... Yeah, yeah, that's fair. You, you saw that it was yeah. not Fox. okay. Right, so it's like, wait yeah, a minute. That makes sense. <laughs> it's just a female Fox. I was like, she, they look awfully similar. Yeah. She's a cross between a lion and a fox. <laughs> Lady Fox. Cluck and Maid Marian were talking about Robin Hood in her chambers, and Which Maid Marian saying Cluck. basically says the line that King Richard says at the end too. She's like, one day soon your uncle your, your uncle King Richard will have an outlaw for an in-law. <laughs> and then he says that again to Friar Tug at the end. Sorry. Yeah. So um, they talk and Maid Marian says that she's still in love with him but doesn't know if he even remembers her. And then that's when we cut to Sherwood Forest and Robin Hood is of course still head over heels for her, burning the stuff he's cooking because he can't stop thinking about her. <laughs> That's, I love uh, while little, little John's John doing in this laundry. scene. He's like, Robin, Rob, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it different way. Like, hey, you're burning the grub. <laughs> oh, Phil. And then I love, I love when, uh, when uh, Friar Tuck comes in and he tries something. He's like, well done, ain't it? Oh, it's well done, ain't it? I love that so much. And he's like coughing up rings of smoke. <laughs> oh, it's so yes, funny. I love Continue it. With, uh, with synopsis. And Friar Tuck tells them about the archery tournament that is to come. And they're like, well, we're not and invited, how, so I guess we can't be there. And Robin Hood's like, well, I'm not missing an archery tournament. So he's decided to No, he's they find out sky. that the... Well, yeah, originally... originally not, not what happened. <laughs> Andrew, if you'd like to take it away. <laughs> Thank you. Go so, for it, Andrew. Friar Tuck says, well, there's going to be someone who's awful disappointed if you don't come. And Little John's like, oh, yeah, the sheriff of Nottingham will hate if we don't show up. And he goes, oh, no, Maid Marian's going to be there. And Robin Hood's like, oh, Maid Marian. And that's the one and that's creepy... <laughs> when he has the terrifying <laughs> eyes that I said to the chat... Eyes. Yes. <gasps> that's, that's the only right. time every other time they do a close up of eyes in this movie it's fine it's that one time it is Why just that one scene that... it's like all of a sudden he has color it's so weird um, and like every frame of that because I paused it like four different times to show and it's always horrifying it's always yeah. scary uh, but yeah it's yeah uh, it's pretty scary and then so Robin Hood's like well we gotta go now and Little John's like whoa 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 that place is gonna be crawling with soldiers what are you planning on doing? And Robin Hood's only line is he shoots an arrow and bounces it off of pots and pans and makes it go through his hat. And he says, this shall be my greatest performance. And that's it. That's, that's right. That's, that's, right. that's he, he doesn't go over the bard. plan. I love him. <laughs> he's like a bard crossed with a fighter or a ranger. No, he's and a then yeah. the archery tournament, tournament begins. You see a Robin Hood disguising himself as a stork. I love that he starts trying to go after Maid Marian um, before he has the beak on. And Little John's like, oh, yeah. come back here. <laughs> and slaps the beak on him. And then right. immediately mm. goes and uh, fools the Sheriff of Nottingham. And Sheriff has such no a idea good that plan. it's Robin Hood. It's, it's such so a good plan. Good. Because it's like, first of all, the 
Sheriff of Nottingham has some of the most uh, familiarity with him. If he can fool the sheriff, yeah. he's 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 probably pretty good. But also, if it doesn't work, and he's like, you're Robin Hood, they're still right next to the woods and can just book it if they need to. Yeah. Seriously. Seriously. Honestly, they um, are really good at disguises. They are really good. Little John as the Duke of Chutney <laughs> is just the best. Hey, PJ. Thing. I love that he keeps calling Duke him of PJ. Chutney. PJ, I like that. PJ, I'll have it put on I'm my lights. Sir Reginald, Duke of Chutney. <laughs> Don't stick your tongue out at me, kid. Life. Puts the hat on Sir Anthony's mouth. Oh, yeah, and you re it reveals uh, at some point earlier than that that uh, Prince John and Sir His are talking, and, and it reveals that this is all a trap for Robin Hood. Yeah. Yeah, and so the tournament begins, and everyone starts to archery, and then the best line of the movie happens. Yay, Dad! <laughs> Yay, Dad! <laughs> Yay, Dad! I love that line. Oh, so Toby much. the turtle. He's also, the best. I low-key, actually kind of high-key, want to cosplay as Robin Hood as the stork. <laughs> That's kind of fun. That's pretty great. That's pretty great. <laughs> but uh, the finalists are Robin Hood, of course, as the mm -hmm. stork, and the Sheriff of Nottingham. Also, And I they love... have a... F Sorry, real quick. I love how like everybody else in the archery tournament is like concentrating trying to get the best shot and everything and robin for robin hood it is so effortless because he'll just like thump, and immediately let it go he like barely aims he'll do it he on like one foot he's like he's not hardly looking on one foot on off balance stilts. and just constantly nailing the bullseye and that is such a great way to show how good of an archery is instead of doing like like trying to set it up earlier where he's making like super focused making all these trick shots it's just like no it's just effortless for him he has done this, this so nature. much this is so easy it, it, and for everyone it else it's like of, they're actually trying and it's so beautifully done i love it it makes me think of merida from brave when she's just sitting there giving a speech while walking and getting a bullseye on every target <laughs> yes like it's very similar energy there like different energy atmospherically because she's like petty and he's like having fun but like yeah <laughs> similar skill uh but the two finalists are the sheriff and robin hood and the sheriff cheats because one of the vultures is in the target and jumps nutsy. up so he can get a bullseye is it nutsy yep. i couldn't remember which yes one. sir yes sir <laughs> no yes sir oh, yeah, sheriff yeah, yeah, yeah. sir that's what he said when i was nutsy. younger i always thought he just said yes sir yes sir <laughs> i don't know why but this time with the uh with the captions on, I realized, oh, he's saying, yes, sir, sheriff, sir. That makes more sense. There you go. Mm -hmm. yeah, he and shoots, Robin Hood goes to shoot, and, and the, the sheriff... The sheriff knocks Robin off balance as he goes to shoot, so it's way off target, but then Robin recovers quickly oh and shoots gosh. a second arrow to hit the first arrow and knock it down back into the right course, and it splits the arrow that sheriff shot, and he wins the tournament. So I just had... I just remembered a nostalgia thing. Um, I, I had this, like, junior archery set when I was younger. Adam, I'm sure you remember it. Um, We've had, you had so many junior archery sets, so, that, so probably. Fair. Um, it's just, like, that white bow that I had. Um, 
But it, I had this bow that I gotten from the beach one year from like Souvenir City and Gulf Shores, um, and it had these little like suction cup arrows. Um, but I was playing like I was playing Robin Hood. I was like by myself, but uh, one day. But I was playing Robin Hood, right? And um, so I was going through this archery tournament. And I was Robin Hood, and it was the time for the sheriff to knock the arrow up into the air or whatever. And <laughs> I went to do that and let go and hit a perfect bullseye with it. And I remember just, like, stopping everything because my jaw hit the floor because <laughs> I hit the bullseye. And I was just like, <gasps> whoa! <laughs> he became Robin Hood. So I didn't I didn't get to, uh... yes, I became Robin Hood. I didn't get to do the, the cool trick shot and knock the other arrow down. But I didn't need to because I got the bullseye. You, you so. definitely would have. You definitely would have. I, I absolutely could have if I tried. Yeah, yeah obviously. Just, obviously. <laughs> well, duh. But that just came flooding back to me all of a sudden. That's fun. Okay. No, you're good. Um, and so Robin wins the archery tournament, so he gets the golden arrow and a kiss from Maid Marian. But before he can get the kiss, Prince John has already figured out that it is Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. Which... Props, and to, he, props to them for not making him stupid. Yeah. Right? Prince John is... We've talked about the different like categories of villains in Disney. Prince John's definitely in the goofy category, but he's not stupid goofy. No. And he, I appreciate he's that. scaredy but, cat. Oh my gosh, because he's a lion. He's a cat. He's a scaredy cat. Oh, 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 oh. There you go. And he uses his sword to destroy Robin Hood's disguise mm-hmm. and reveal that it's Robin Hood. And he so all the guards the pounce on him and tie him up. I love and Maid this Marian part. is like pleading for him not to kill him. And then all of a sudden, Prince John just starts saying, you can let him go. And I love this part. <laughs> that Uncle John well, has a knife love, to his back. I love that uh, he, she says, I love you. And he says, well, does he return the love? And Robin Hood says, "I love you with with I all love my you heart." Love type thing. Whatever. I don't remember the exact words. More than life itself, yes. And he says, "Ah, your please have not fallen on a stone heart or whatever." And he says, "But traitors to the crown must die." And Robin Hood, says, "Traitors to the crown! That <laughs> crown belongs to King Richard. Long live King Richard!" And he's just like, "No, I am king!" And starts jumping up and down in the throne chair. He's quite and then little John has a knife yes, to Prince John's back. I love back. little John, right there. I love it when he's like, "No, no, no! Tell him to untie the prisoner. Let so my buddy go. Yeah. <laughs> Let my buddy, my prisoner go." Yeah, no, he's like, Sheriff, release my buddy. I mean, release the prisoner. <laughs> the sheriff's response was just, "Untie the prisoner," <laughs> and I'm just like, "Oh my gosh!" And it's so, so good. basically. A bunch of craziness ensues, and they're able to escape. There's a bunch of anarchy all over the place. Lady Cluck is a football player. There's a tent full of rhinos running around with Little John on top that runs into a tower. Robin Hood Looney Tunes fight scene. And it it's, so so it's so funny. I love when she's like the whole Robin, segment. I love when is she's great. like. Um, run to safety, um, Maid Marian. This is no place for a lady. <laughs> and, then just and then immediately jumps in. <laughs> um, Robin Hood proposes to Maid oh, Marian, and she says yes, which is oh yeah, awesome. while they're fighting. Um, yeah, they're fighting. Uh, he says we'll have six kids, and she says 
a dozen at least, and I'm like, oh, you poor guy. <laughs> well, they're foxes. But, it's a little No, yeah, different. I know. They're throwing pie. She throws a pie at Trigger and hits him in the face. Um, it's just, oh, it's all so good. Also, I love, you can tell Robin Hood and Little John have been in a lot of scrapes like this together because when uh, the sheriff comes around to investigate what's going on with the prince, Prince John, he finds uh, Little John there and he gets the sword away from him. Um, and then when he runs back around, he just tosses the sword casually to Robin Hood, who casually catches it and just starts fighting. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, these guys have done this before, and I mm -hmm. love it. But this scene is so yeah. good. I love the end of this when when Lady Cluck just becomes a football star and is dodging all the tackles <laughs> and then has to get pulled it's away so before good. becoming a pincushion with arrows. Yes, and so they yeah. escape, and... Uh, oh, uh, Sir Hiss was trapped in a bottle of yes. beer Ale is and what it is drunk now. Ale. By oh, Friar yeah. Tuck and Alan Adale. Uh, yeah, they, uh, fire, uh, Friar Tuck fires an arrow from Alan Adale's loot. From the loot. Oh, it's the balloon so and they grab him and put him in the ale. But when that happened, Angela just goes, man, he should have been in the archery tournament. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Right? As he was getting Hiss. shoved in. Uh, uh, Emma was just like, no, he just got sober, too! <laughs> but it's so funny, because he's getting pushed in, and he goes, please, I don't drink! <laughs> no! I love it's when he so, says, at so the end, good. he's just, coming! Just all sing-songy, and then comes out, and he goes, oh, the PJ, stork! The, the stork, PJ, is, the Robin stork is Robin Hood! And he just ties him in a knot around a tent pole. That poor, that poor so, snake so overworked another game. And so, movie. everyone got away, and I believe now is when we have the scene love. Yes. With Robin Hood and Maid Marian walking around Sherwood Forest. Oh, the ring he makes her out of the little it's flower so and everything, and the oh, firefly so landing on it. So cute. It's so cute. When I was younger, this scene felt like it dragged on forever, because I was here. But I wanted not. to watch. No, I wanted to watch the archery tournament. I wanted to watch, you know, him breaking into the castle, the prison break. I wanted to watch all the action stuff, all the, the fun stuff. And then this is a little love song, and I was just like, ugh, be over already. And now I'm like, That's oh, this is so stuff. cute. And it's done. And I'm like, wait, wait, it's over already? Wait a minute. <laughs> and I like this song more than I it's thought just, I It goes would. by yeah. so much quicker now. Right? The song is so pretty. Aww. The song is so pretty. I know. I mean, it was I have heard for an, of some uh, people. I've heard of some people using this song as the song they walk down the aisle to in the wedding. Like, it's it's such a pretty song. Mm -hmm. uh, but the song leads into them getting back to their base camp in Sherwood Forest, and everybody's there, and they have a grand old party Engagement to the party. song, the phony king of England. Oh, I love. With the puppet show by uh, Friar Tuck and, and Otto, Otto the dog, and literally everybody dancing with Maid Marian. Uh, there's so much the, reused animation here, the by the way. Rabbit, uh, who is clearly the cat from. Arista yeah, the drummer cat. rabbit is the cat from Aristocats. You've got Snow White dancing with Dopey mm -hmm. on top of Sneezy uh -huh. is yeah. mimicked between Otto and Maid Marian. There's a quick couple seconds where you see Maid Marian dancing by herself and it's a reuse of Duchess mm -hmm. dancing. Uh, and then her dancing uh, with, uh, with uh, Robin Hood as well. Lady Pluck and Baloo from Jungle yeah. Book. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's so cool. Little John. I think it's I because of that. this scene. 
But I always kind of shipped Little John and Lady Cluck. Okay. And I'm not sure why. <laughs> it's kind of cute. I can see it. I don't know. Good anyway, for you. There's, there's a lot of reused animation here, but it's still so fun just watching everybody have a good time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love the puppet show, and I love when... Uh, and, uh, just a, mi- uh, a minute before he knows we're there, old Rob will steal his underwear. <laughs> And he goes and he up and he's like a scarecrow. Thank you. Hello. Yes. Hi. <laughs> With the crown. Oh, it's so good. It's just then, so I fun. Think... You can tell. You can tell they're enjoying each other's company and that it's mm-hmm. like a, a big family. The people of Nottingham. Mm-hmm. I love at the end of it too. Robin Hood has a, a a violin or a fiddle, and he's using his bow as the fiddle bow and playing with it. And I it's always thought so that was good. super clever. I love that. So clever. Um. And then the next day, the sheriff of Nottingham walks into the castle to drop off some taxes, and he's singing to himself the phony. I love that they enjoy that song. It's so funny. As Prince John walks in, and it's like, "What are you singing?" And he throws the wine bottle at him, and it shatters right above the sheriff's head. He's like, "It's a big hit." The whole town's singing it. And they raise the taxes. <laughs> and, and then he triples the price. The, the prince taxes. triples the taxes. Double and this is taxes. when you start to see lots of people being arrested because they couldn't pay their taxes. Not in Nottingham. And not in Nottingham. So another so, and this great is such a good song. Here's a hot take I have. Good song, great scene. It should have been after the uh, uh, Friar Tuck gets arrested. Because right now, essentially, it goes the 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 love song, um, phony king of England, a a quick scene between piss and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, sheriff, and then not a Nottingham. It's like this song. This movie has like four songs, and three of them are essentially back to back to back. Yeah. So I I yeah. think they should have done that to give a little bit more of a musical Honestly? break, and then mm-hmm. I feel like once once you see. Tuck get arrested, you can then see everybody else as well just to see how bad things mm-hmm. have gotten. Honestly, didn't and even notice that. I didn't even notice that they were all so back-to-back. But then yeah. again, you know, I, I'm i not uh, one to pay yeah. attention that, closely that, to things. <laughs> that being said, I think the transition from the song to the Friar Tuck scene is beautifully done using the I'll church bell. That. I'll give you it's that. So, yeah. Which, that church bell was very much rotoscoped. And it, that, that <laughs> was oh, the one thing I thought went on way too long. Or at least a little bit too long. Because he kept bringing it and I was like, okay, now he's done. Okay, now he's done. Okay, we're still bringing it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So then we cut to the church. Friar Tuck is there with two mice. Scene. And they're talking. And it's so good. And the mouse is playing the organ. And the mouse's wife brings out their one coin their last to put farthing. their last farthing to put in the poor box. And then the sheriff of Nottingham comes and he takes the farthing from the poor box. That's and the Friar Tuck is, of course, not okay with that. <laughs> and, and poor Prince. You know who he sounds. When Friar Tuck said that's the poor box, he sounded like. I can't remember the actor's name, but the guy that plays Uncle Kelbo in Wizards of Waverly Place, he's been, like, a big actor. He was, um, the captain in Up. Um, I don't no remember what you're talking he, about. 
I did not what, watch. Adam? I said I will take your word for it. <laughs> I did not watch Wizards he of Waverly like Place him. enough to, to know he, who you're talking not, about. Not up. Um, Wally, the big captain, the the really big guy that was the captain of the you ship. You said in up. Yeah, I realized that. In Wally. In Wally. Okay, I, I may know who you're talking about. Him. Sounded kind of like him. That's that's not important. Um, and Friar Tuck fights back and then is arrested. And so then Prince John comes up with the idea that if they publicly decide, if they decide to publicly hang Friar Tuck, that will surely bring Robin Hood back and they can capture Robin Hood. And Robin Hood gets word him. Yes, thank you, Adam. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Jeff Garland is who, is who Aaron was talking about. Ah. It sounded like him, the way that he said it. Was but, he in um, Goldberg's? Yes. That's, okay, that's Yes, I think so. Um, I don't remember how, Andrew, maybe you could tell me, but word gets back to Robin Hood so, about Friar Tuck. Okay, so Prince John finds out from Sir Hiss that... Friar Tuck has been arrested, and like you said, decides, yeah. hey, let's hang Friar Tuck, and then when Robin Hood inevitably comes to save him, we'll capture him. Well, they, we cut to the scene where the sheriff and the vultures are building the gallows for Friar Tuck's hanging, and Robin Hood shows up in the blind beggar costume again, and weasels mm, right. information that's right, that's out of right. him, which wasn't too hard since Nutsy's a moron, <laughs> and just gives him everything. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, I love Trigger the whole time trying to get him to just shut up. <laughs> He's just like, button your beak. <laughs> it's great. It's, it's so funny. Uh, Sheriff, didn't and you so... want to test this here trap door? Whoop! And just, just whoop, and gets stuck in the, the trap door. And he says, now I know why your mom named you Nutsy. Nutsy. And so that night, before Friar Tuck can be hanged, Robin Hood and Little John do a jailbreak. They sneak in and they get everyone out of jail whilst getting almost all of Prince John's sacks of gold out of his bedroom. Mm-hmm. And... I love the, like, pulley system they make with the arrow. Yeah, which it's really clever. I, I know a lot of people might point out that, no, you cannot fire an arrow with a rope attached to it well it messes up the trajectory of the arrow but for this case it's fun also with it being it down with it being like at least the first arrow he fires is down I do think yeah. that, that could still possibly work it, it might help some but arrows just do not travel very far with a rope attached I've seen people try on ah, YouTube Gotcha. Uh, but uh, either way I think it's fun and I don't care it is fun, and they get Little, uh, Prince everybody John, out. while he's asleep, is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He's just ridiculous in general, but mm-hmm. right as Robin Hood manages to jump out the window with the last sack of gold, Sir Hiss woke up and grabbed him, and yeah, ended he up dragging... one of the sacks of gold and like had his tail wrapped around Prince John's and I'm going to be like, real, that's 100% Robin Hood's fault. <laughs> there was a single bag of gold left under the pillow that he should have just let go. It was he didn't need uh, every penny under of his it. arm. 
Oh yeah, that he was. Eh, wanted to suck the thumb, and which woke Sir Hiss up, and he's like, "Dude, what is your problem?" <laughs> and then sees Robin Hood run past him and realizes there's no gold left. Exactly. Could have gotten like, away. Yeah. Oh, leave the one sack. You're fine. Sure, you won't be t- robbing him completely blind, but like, come back tomorrow night. You could clearly get in pretty easily. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Seriously. So they um, are almost home free, but then that happens. And the chase begins. And everybody is able to get out except for Tagalong. He says, wait for me. And Robin Hood goes back to get her, but they close the gate. So he passes her through the gate to Little John. And then the chase is really on. And he's Tagalong climbing up is all this of- movie's Marie. Huh. Which... What? It only happened once. Yeah, it it did. I'm just messing around. Um, And so then Robin Hood is climbing up the castle wall, being shot at by archers, and ends up trying to get away, and the sheriff chases him with a fire torch. torch, Aaron. The word is torch. (laughs) Wow. Um, With a fire fire stick. And ends up sitting... (laughs) <laughs> ends up setting half of the castle on fire and Robin Hood is at the top of the tallest tower and is surrounded by fire. I almost said awaiting true love's kiss. Below. <laughs> <laughs> and jumps into the moat below and Skippy and Little John think he's dead because as he hits the water he's shot at and the bubble. I want to say this scene Which, honestly got yes, me emotional. Because when they think that Dude, he... I have seen this movie, like, over a hundred times, it must be by now, and this scene still just gets me. The, how like, how painful... Yeah, Little John, he, they were like brothers. I mean... Phil, that Phil, was his yeah, Phil Harris's performance in that scene is Oof. wonderful. It's so and, good. And he doesn't even he give himself truly time... He heartbroken. He doesn't give himself time to mourn, because he's like, we... Yeah, he's like, I have to take care of these people now. Mm-hmm. But then Skippy sees a little reed moving in the water. He says, well, what's that? And it was Robin Hood using the he reed to breathe. Spits the water out. Squirts little John. And they run off into the woods. And I think that's it, right? Then you see... Uh... Then it goes well, to the um, future. Robin Hood may marry you. Yeah, Sk- uh, 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 Sir Hiss and Prince John are up. This Prince John's celebrating that he killed him, and then Sir Hiss sees him come out of the water. And he's like, "Look, he lived. He 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 escaped again." He seemed happy about it too. And, uh, he did, yeah. And uh, they say, "Oodalali," you know, a pox on the phony king of England or whatever. Uh, and then and then Prince John gets upset, and then Sir Hiss does it. Well, I told you so, but you know, I told you this wouldn't work. And now look, you've burned your mother's castle. And then he starts to pout again, but then he grabs a stick because rage just takes him over, and he starts chasing Sir Hiss with a stick, trying to smack him. And then it cuts to um, oh yeah, Robin Hood's reward poster, and it says pardoned on it. By yeah, yeah, Alan yeah, yeah. by there King Richard. Like, yeah, and that's how it really happened. Um. And then he's like, and uh, Prince John and the sheriff and Sir Hiss got, you know, what they deserved or whatever. And it shows them in the the rock 
quarry or whatever. They're sitting there <laughs> in like in chains, mining, mining rocks or whatever. Uh, and then you hear the wedding bells, and he says, "Well, we better get over to the church. Sounds like somebody's getting hitched." So this is my main complaint about the movie. My biggest problem with the movie is that Maid Marian doesn't show up after the phony king of England until this. She has yeah. no part in the final act whatsoever. Not, not even a quick appearance. She probably, I would assume, stayed behind in Sherwood Forest. And uh, I get that. With Lady Cluck, which I get. Well, but yeah. It's like, for such a big part of the movie up until now, the movie really said, and now she doesn't matter. Until marriage. And it's like, that's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, you could have had her outside the walls getting ready to escort people out or whatever, and then things went wrong, yeah. so... Uh, uh, or even had... To help. You could have even had her giving Robin Hood and Little John tips and pointers, like drawing out a map for them about... Hey, she hey, lived so there! the jail. She yeah, lived there! This is there. where Prince John sleeps. This is it. Watch out. Guards are stationed here and here. They may have doubled it, you know... You know, this and yeah, that and whatever. I, I'm yeah. fine with her not being at the castle. That makes a little bit of sense. But give her but, like, something more to do. Give her mm-hmm. something else. Besides so sit around. Well, she's a really then, good you know, character. waiting to get married. She yeah. is. I'll give you that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then, then you see Robin, Robin Hood and, and Maid Marian getting uh, married. Ooh. And then King Richard comes out with Friar Tuck and says, Now I have an outlaw for an in-law. Ha 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 ha. Um... They go and get in their new uh, marriage... Carriage. Uh, marriage carriage. Marriage, marriage carriage. <laughs> marriage oh, carriage. Oh, that's so good. Um, and then Skippy oh, hops up clever. on the front with Little John, and Toby says, where are you going? And he says, well, they're going to have kids. Somebody's got to watch after He's things. He's volunteers. And, and hops up like, there, and they Does your mother know what you're doing? <laughs> His right. mom is just uh, like, all right, bye, kid. <laughs> I have enough mouths uh, to feed. Please leave. <laughs> Yeah, and then you see Trigger and Nutsy uh, are the lookouts uh, over the the three prisoners, the sheriff, Prince John, and Sir Hiss. And Nutsy says, uh, here they come, Trigger. Present arms! <laughs> and because of the recurring bit about him having the safety on old Betsy, he hits the butt of the, the crossbow, and the arrow ricochets all over the place, and lands and sticks into one of the hearts on the just married on the back of the the, <laughs> the carriage or whatever and then you hear a chorus the singing oodle lolly oodle lolly golly what a day oodle lolly oodle lolly golly what a day and there you go that's Robin Hood yay, yay! that's Robin Hood how's it feel Andrew to finally get to talk about it bittersweet it's over I'm, yeah. so, I'm so excited. This has been so much fun. I'm so glad we finally got here. But at the same time, I'm like, but now we've gotten past my favorite Disney movie. But hey, now we can look forward so. to like, <laughs> another movie to look forward to. Stuff. That's stuff that we're looking forward to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm still looking forward to <laughs> all of that. The Lion yeah. King, Beauty and the Beast, Emperor's oh New Groove, oh, you know, yeah. Treasure Planet, all the good. I'm still looking forward to all of those. Just none of them have as much of a special place as Robin Hood does, and so no, it's I just it. a little bittersweet that now it's over, but I'm still so happy to have been here and gotten to talk about it. Well, that is Walt Disney's 21st feature film, Robin Hood, so let's 
wrap it up and do a little bit of favorites. Um, so we'll start with favorite character, Adam, who's about to come through this <laughs> No, 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 I got one. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I have such Sorry. a hard time figuring out my favorite character. I know. Every, every character in this movie is so good. I love They're all so of good. them. They're so good. Good guys I and think, bad guys. I think I do have to go with Prince John. He is so I was expecting you to say Sheriff of Nottingham. No, no, no. It was between um, Prince John, Little John, and um, I. you know what? Sheriff of Nottingham is up there now that I think about it. But I think it is <laughs> Prince John. Just based on the amount of times I quote him, his <laughs> delivery on everything... And also, just his his the actor plays so well off of his, and then mm. anybody else. He's so good at being a petulant little child, <laughs> and I love him. It's 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 a hard decision, but I think that's what I gotta go with. I don't know any of my favorites for this movie, man. <laughs> like characters, songs, what anything. I just it's the whole thing for me, you know. Do you want to try to pick a character, Andrew? Uh, I think off the top of my head, if I had to choose, it'd be Robin Hood. Uh, I love how yeah. charismatic he is. He's very charismatic. The people, you know, they, they do a good job of showing that characters truly love and idolize him and think, you know, that he's doing good for this world. But he's also so uh, impulsive, and like especially when it comes to Maid Marian and just being like, oh, here we go, and just doing things. And Little John has to talk sense into him and just being like, dude. Hold on, <laughs> we have a plan. Stick to it, and it, I, yeah. I, I, I love him so much. I'm a sucker for a good archer. Like I love Aragorn and uh, and Legolas as well. Like in Lord of the Rings, because they're very good archers. Air, Legolas more so. Um, uh, but uh, Robin Hood is is. I don't know, man. He's just. I think he's my favorite. But it's so f closely followed by just about every other character in this movie. Because, like we have said, they're all so good. It's hard to choose just one. Like, I would accept yeah. any character, any answer that you give for your favorite character is the correct answer <laughs> in this movie. Who's your like, favorite character? There are no wrong all answers. <laughs> all of them. Good job. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, what about fuck, you? Man. <laughs> there was not a scene that she was in that I was I was She's not so tackling. good. I was hoping she was I was so I was hoping somebody good. would cuz that she's so she, good. She I, I I don't know what it is, man. I, she I love her. She was amazing. Oh, I love her so much. The problem is I say that about every yeah. single character. Cuz it rains true. <laughs> My favorite character I have to agree with Adam. Prince John had me <laughs> laughing the most. He's he's definitely my favorite. Um, he just Peter Ustinov's performance was just wonderful, just fantastic. Um, favorite song? I'm really curious about this one. Abby, can you go first? They were all kind of on equal level to me, but if I had to pick one, probably the Phony King in England, mm -hmm. just because that one's it, it's catchy, it's fun. I like the scene where they're singing it. It's a good one. It's a good one. Adam? This is the one that I knew before the movie started. I remembered all the songs. 
none of them even come close to topping Oodalali. <laughs> it's such a fun yeah. song to me. I do love Phony King of England. I think the dancing there is so much fun. But just the, the lyrics... Yeah, it's, got, it's got a similar energy um, Phony King of England does to like... Uh, Everybody wants to be a cat when they all get into it and are dancing. It's got similar energy to like, oh, yeah. um, want to be like you and like the dwarves' silly song, where it's just. I a mean, fun, it also has animation from time. all like, of those scenes. In this, they're just like, man, we yeah. all hate this king. Let's sing about how much we hate this phony king, this Prince John, like how terrible he is. They're all just trashing and bashing him, mm -hmm. you know. But it's all just a, a silly yeah. celebration of. Robin Hood and Mary, Mary Marian's engagement, essentially, and, you mm. know, successfully getting away again, and they're just like, nah, we're having fun, man. Like, it's 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 such a good time. But Udalali establishes the tone so well. It is, there are yeah. stakes, they are on the run, they are outlaws, but it never really feels like they're in that much danger. It's kind of almost feels like they're toying with them. Mm -hmm. And it's perfect. I think it's so good. It's such a fun song. About halfway through, the the beat starts picking up. To uh, instead of Robin Hood and Little John walking through, it's Robin Hood and Little John running through the forest. <laughs> and it feels it feels so good because they're running, and so you got to double time it. And I love it. It's so, so good. What does Oodalolly mean? They say it a lot. Does it have to mean anything? True, it doesn't. But that's one thing I noticed that they, they would always say. They it's would just say an exclamation. Movie. I thought it was fun. Andrew, what is your favorite song? I'm agreeing with Adam on this. Oodalali is my favorite song. This is one of the few that I do. Like, it's it's so close between Oodalali and Phony King of England because Phony King, like we were just saying, is such a fun time. Um, it, it's, it's wacky. The, there's a, a weird puppet show there's all the dancing and some fun little visual gags you got the the two mice dancing on top of friar tuck's head but oodalali is the one that i will always come back to i that's the one that i will look yeah. up every, every now and then i'm just like i want some robin hood and i will look up oodalali that's the one that i go to to listen to robin hood and little john and it's 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 my favorite in this movie for sure um it sets the tone well like adam said you can tell right off the top before any actual, like, banter or lines are spoken between Robin Hood and Little John through this song and through the visuals in it, how close they are and how much they like each other and, and how what good chemistry and, like, brothers they are, you know? And it's it's just, like, the perfect intro to this. Not to movie. mention, every single time that I hear those names in that order, every time someone says Robin Hood and Little John, and my oh, yeah. brain follows it with walking through the forest... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Of course it you does. Can't, you can't hear those names in that order. You can't hear Robin Hood and Little John without going walking through a forest, <laughs> laughing back and forth. And it's just, it's, it, it's just, it will be ingrained in your brain forever. <laughs> that is just constantly. And it it, my it head. occurred to my brain every time we said it in this podcast. I just didn't say it out loud. No. Uh, <laughs> it's, exactly. It's exactly. my favorite song too. That's your favorite too? Just, It's the best one. But I, I want to make it's, sure yeah, that Love and Nod in Nottingham get some love. Because oh, those are wonderful songs, too. This is another one of those things. Like with the characters, for this movie, for me, any of the four songs that you say is your favorite song, I will accept as the right answer. Like, there's no bad song in this movie. They're all good. Is there five? 
Oh, whistle stop. Whistle stop. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, really and that was even still um, really and then, good. But like any song can go ahead you and, say is your favorite is a great song. Like they're all very yeah. good. Those are just the two that are just so close for me. Yeah. Let's go ahead and do favorite and least favorite moments. Um, Adam, are you ready? I am ready, yeah. Um, okay, go for so it. So I think my favorite moment is the correctional shot in the archery tournament. Where he shoots the arrow at the arrow <laughs> yeah. to make it go down. It's I, as a kid, I thought that was so cool. But even like nowadays, I'm like, it, it's such a good showcase of he's been playing around, but also guy knows what he's doing. The entire archery scene mm-hmm. is just fun, it's, especially when you can compare that to all the other shots he's taken, where he's just like, "All right, here we go," like barely like even having it back to his cheek and letting go, just foop, and just bullseyeing you know and then this one he's like oh crap and he gets you see it on his face he's serious takes aim shoots and just sends it back down it, but it's still it's does incredible. it in such a quick thing that like you see he's a lot more serious about it and does take longer than any other shot but it's but like still, a like, second longer it's still yeah it's still very quick and so good i have i had <sighs> so much trouble with least favorite scene and i I think it has to be whenever they're robbing Prince John, specifically when on Robin Hood's end, because it's cool, but it, I, I feel like there's nothing really new developed. Oh, with, with like we, with like the crystal ball thing with the fireflies in it. No, 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 no. With uh, whenever he is in his bedchamber tying the um, the bags to the to the money. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Because it's that you said robbing Prince John and. That's it fair. happens multiple times in this that's, movie. I thought that's fair. Which one? But uh, yeah, he <laughs> because that like it keeps kind of like whenever Little John is freeing the people and starting to hand out the money, I'm like, I like that, good, fun, and then it keeps cutting back to Robin Hood, who really is only just still doing the same thing. And it's like it's not bad. Yeah. It's 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 the worst of a great movie. So take that as you will. But like that's that's what I think is is my least favorite. Yeah, that's understandable. My favorite scene has to be when they're all in the woods after the love scene, or the love um, song, and they're dancing and having fun and just celebrating, because it's just, it's so fun, because they're in some severe poverty and all of that going on, but when they're all together, they're just so joyful and having a good, good old grand time, and it just made me happy. I liked it a lot. Um, My least favorite scene is probably during Skippy's birthday when the sheriff takes his birthday present and he gets all sad because it just, it made me really mad. I was like, it's his birthday. I can't do that. I mean, that's if I had to choose. so sad. Yeah. Andrew, do you think you'll be able to pick? Um, I'm gonna try. So, for my favorite uh, I'll see if you let this count because it might be a little too long to call a favorite like moment or whatever. Um, but I think it's the whole movie. I knew it. Uh, <laughs> sorry. No. Um, if I actually did have to choose, it's it's the archery tournament. 
like as much of that as you'll as you'll allow but like from i love the start i was of gonna it. say I love the entire he's... archery tournament for me yes. too so okay because i i love from when they're getting him in the costume he's fooling the uh the sheriff and he's uh like flirting with maid marion and gives her the wink or whatever um all the uh, way to little john yanking lady clucking exactly the all the way to that like every single bit of it to the yay dad <laughs> you know, just all of it man it's it's so good and I, but especially i think the 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 highest point in that is like adam said the correctional shot because it's just incredible but it's still just that whole thing just the, the performance robin hood's putting on uh little john just you know being in, in, incredible as Sir Reginald, the Duke of Chutney, with Prince John, trying to throw him off the trail. Of course, he never he suspects him for a second. He just suspects the stork because of how incredible his archery is. That was the whole premise of the of the archery tournament to trap Robin Hood, is because he's a good archer. He didn't suspect for a second the guy sitting next to him was his number two, <laughs> was his sidekick, Little John. He puts on a great performance. Yeah. But just all of it, man. It's so good. Like I love this whole movie with all of my heart. But that is always the part I look forward to the most is the the, Do the, you have a least the archery part? tournament followed pretty close by the jailbreak because a lot mm. of that's really fun. I do have a least favorite least favorite part. Um, I have I I. It's hard for me to choose between two. Um because neither one of them are all that bad and it's between the two that have already been said <laughs> between i get mad at the sheriff when he steals the one coin that is skippy's birthday present and i'm like you sorry sack of crap um and then the the other is just like that is the the, the kind of the most boring part of the the movie is when robin hood is just tying up the 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 bags of gold uh, from Prince John's room, but it's it's not too boring because they keep breaking it up with the little John getting people out of jail with the jailbreak. So it keeps going back and forth, so it doesn't sit on it for too long, so it doesn't feel as bad. But that is, there's like nothing happening, so I will I will agree with that. Um, uh, so it's just I don't I don't know. <laughs> it would have to be one of those two. I. I must choose. You don't have do to do it now. That's fine. If I gotta choose, and I'm gonna say when he steals Skippy's present, because yeah. um, there's still other fun stuff happening, ar <laughs> happening around in the in the jailbreak. Mm -hmm. um, which also one part that uh, we skipped over that I loved was just when uh, the sheriff wakes up because the coin falls on his nose, and then Little John grabs him and yanks him into the jail, and then comes back out wearing his uniform and tricks <laughs> Trigger for a second. So that's fun. Yeah. Um, my favorite part is also the entirety of the archery tournament. It's just... It's so that good. That whole segment is so good. I can't just pick a part of it. Like, the whole archery tournament is just phenomenal. Um, and Miley's favorite part's actually when Trigger and Nutsy are on patrol with the sheriff. It just... It's fun, but it just feels too long to me. That was the only part of the movie that I thought was too long. I'll agree with that. Was their night patrol before the jailbreak. I didn't mind it because of uh, Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest. Um, <laughs> uh, I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. Uh, them like nabbing 
nutsy, and then the all all the stuff with old Betsy <laughs> and the safety being on and the arrows yeah. flying everywhere with with Trigger and the sheriff. I I didn't mind. I've always liked that part, but that's that's definitely a fair choice because there's not just a ton happening there, and it does drag on a little. But yeah. yeah. Well, we will go ahead and wrap up this episode with our final thoughts and rankings. Uh, Abby, you want to go ahead and it would be start my us off? Pleasure. I really, 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 really liked this movie. It was very good. It kept me engaged the entire time. I fell in love with the characters, with the plot, with everything. It's probably, in my opinion, one of the best movies that we have, if not the best movie that we've watched thus far. And... Yeah, because it is. there is no nostalgia tied to this, and because it was just out of pure delight that I watched this movie in, I'm giving it a nine out of ten. Awesome, Adam. I I went in vastly underestimating this movie. I was expecting to enjoy it. <laughs> I was not expecting to enjoy it as much as I did. It covers more story than I thought it would. Like I thought it was just kind of a. You have to kind of know a little bit of Robin Hood lore to understand what's going on with King Richard. But, no, like, they, they explain it in the beginning. They're like, yeah, no, he's he's off doing the crusade because I hypnotized him. And it was all a ploy for me to get the crown. And every character is so well-established and has such good relationships. I love watching any two characters play off of each other. It works so well. I mean, yeah, Maid Marian and Lady oh Club, gosh. Robin Hood, Little John, the Sheriff and the Vultures, Prince John, Sir Hiss, Friar Tuck and Otto even just working together. They, they even yeah. for the short time. Yeah, like it's any two characters. Like I, they, I wonder if they had people like in the same booth they like, reading lines to. together they because of how to. well the chemistry mm-hmm. is. I'd done. be surprised if they didn't. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. Oh uh, yeah. But Sorry, I didn't mean to. Go you're good. Uh, I I love the movie. Nine out of ten. I was I was debating on what I was going for, and it, I knew it was between an eight and a ten, and I settled on a nine. Perfect, It is not a perfect movie, but it is close. <laughs> um, I loved this movie. I was excited to watch it, but was pleasantly surprised at just how much more I enjoyed it than even I was already expecting to. Um, As I said at the beginning, I do hate that I got distracted when I was trying to watch it and that I wasn't able to enjoy it to its fullest potential, Mm -hmm. but I know that it's a wonderful movie and I will be watching it regularly. Um, So I'm also going to give it a 9. Andrew, go ahead and wrap us up. (laughs) Um, This is the best Disney movie, in my opinion. Like, there are movies that are better written, better animated have better music and stuff like that, obviously, that we will see. Um, but this is as good as it gets for me with Disney. This is my favorite Disney movie. This is my favorite Robin Hood movie. This is, I think, hands down the best adaptation and uh, version oh, of yeah. Robin Hood that has ever been put to screen. There have been other good ones. The only one that comes as close to being this good I would say is the Errol Flynn Robin Hood movie from like the 40s or 50s or something like that. I don't remember exactly when. Um, But that one's also very good. Errol Flynn's a very good Robin Hood. But this is the best 
adaptation of Robin Hood that's ever been done. And that's because not only does it tell a good story and it flows really well, but it takes basically Robin Hood's greatest hits. All of the greatest and best stories from this collection of stories that is the legend of Robin Hood throughout the years. It takes the best, most well-known ones and puts the Disney spin on those. And it is just perfect for me. Like, the, you, you, you want to find something that is, is, is perfectly Andrew, and it's, it's this <laughs> Robin Hood movie right here. Like, this is the yeah. best it gets, man. Like, and so probably not surprising anyone, I'm giving this a 10 out of 10. This is just the best. This, this is the first 10, uh, 10 rating on Distraction. Official 10 rating, yeah. So that a t- official Robin yeah. Hood, you guys, that is three nines and a 10. That without is a 37 doubt, out of 40. Without a doubt, our movie. highest rated. No it's doubt so about it. Good. I watched it, which... So that will probably be the highest ranked movie we will have oh, for yes, quite some for time sure. too. Uh, well, we'll see. Just I don't know the next time we will have a movie that all four of us just unanimously. I was loved. very. I'm so happy that you guys uh, loved it this much. I was worried that it was all like nostalgia. I, uh, to be completely honest, I was like. Yeah. I was very pleasantly surprised that ahead, you did not overhype it because that's what I was expecting. I was fully expecting it to be overhyped. <laughs> I was, I was worried me? for you. And then I watched it, and I was like, I did fair. it. There have been times where I'm like, oh, man, that food was so good, or that movie was so good, or that game was so good, you got to try it. And then y'all are like, I mean, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I'm so glad that y'all loved it so much, because I really was worried I was overhyping it from nostalgia. Like, no, man, it's so good, because I'll go back and watch it, like, once a year, mm-hmm. just about, you know, if not more, depending I, on yeah. how my mood I texted. is fair. Oops, uh, but I'm, I was so worried that it's just nostalgia. No, you're fine. I was so worried it was nostalgia and, like, just from growing up on it and watching it so much as a child is the reason I loved it. And y'all would be like, it's all right, but it's got a lot of issues. Like, I was just worried that I'd been nostalgia-blinded. Um, I'm so happy that that's not the case and that y'all all loved it almost as much as me. It makes me so happy. I haven't stopped smiling this entire podcast. Because I texted Andrew right after watching it, and I said, I get it now. <laughs> I was like, I understand. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I got the text. I was in the middle of watching it that night, I believe, because I believe you, me, and Adam Because we all sent pictures it. of the, and of me. the screen okay, and you. that creepy we, part came. Somehow <laughs> all four of us ended up watching it at the same time. Yeah, uh, I, I remember like I was like halfway through the movie, I think. Or something like that, and you, I got your text. You're like, I, Andrew, I get it now. I get it, and I was just like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So that is Robin Hood, you guys. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. I had a good time going back to it. Um, if you guys are enjoying listening to us. Uh, and you are listening on specifically iTunes or Apple Podcasts, you can leave a written review, and we would love to hear from you guys. If you leave a review, we'd be more than happy to read it live here on the podcast. We don't have any new reviews right now, though, but please leave a review. Let us know how we're doing. Give us some feedback. Um, And on any podcast platform that you're listening to, you can leave us a rating, and that'll help with analytics and such. So do that, too. Um, 
And then if you just want to talk to us, ask us any questions, let us know your opinion on a Disney movie, whatever, we have an email address that is distractedqoc at gmail.com. QOC, QOC as, as in quartet, quartet of chaos. chaos. <laughs> and we would love to hear from you guys. Uh, we don't have any new emails this week, but we get emails all the time from a lot of our friends. So please send us in any questions or comments you have. We love to hear from you guys. We read those Let as well. Let us know how you felt about Robin Hood. Yes. Let us know. Crush you Andrew's know, you dreams or affirm him. Uh, please don't crush my dreams. Crush them. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. So that is all that we have for this episode. We are so excited that we are still doing this and that all of you guys enjoy listening to us. If you're interested and want to follow along or if you're watching along the movies with us, up next is The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Here comes Aaron's favorite. I'm so excited, you guys. This is Aaron's Robin Hood. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. It's going to be so great. It's going to be so great. And we're going to have Angela on for the first time. We've talked about having her on for quite some time. And Angela's going to join us next time. So yes, definitely make sure to listen and tune in when we drop that next episode. She's sitting over in her chair next to me just dancing while I'm saying that. Definitely tune in when we drop that next episode because it'll be a really fun one. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Thanks to you three for joining in with me once again. I know Andrew... Just had to slave over watching this movie. Oh, and it was so it was hard. So for Bless your heart. Go, go, get some rest, love. Um, <laughs> yeah, but this is the Distracted Podcast. Thanks for listening. Try not to get too distracted. We probably will, and we'll catch you guys next time in the Hundred Acre Wood. Ooh, lolly, ooh, Bye. Golly, what a day! That's all we use for the intro, Abby. <laughs> well, I can use it for the ending too, Adam. The Distracted Podcast is inspired by Disorder, every Disney film, which is a part of the Real Fans for Real Movies network. However, we are not affiliated with this network. We simply liked the idea. Distracted Quartet of Chaos is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company, and our opinions should not be associated as such. I'm sorry, I was trying to ignore it. I was trying to ignore it, but Angela putting over the hand over the camera so she could kiss me. She was like, no, not going to happen. Oh I was trying to get God. Angela to give me a kiss, and she wouldn't do it until she finally covered <laughs> covered uh, the camera yeah, with she, her hand, she, and then gave me a kiss, and walked away real quick, and it broke Adam. Oh, that's Keep, funny. Cut, cut that out. Cut that out. Adam, start over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay.